This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. And a good evening, everyone. Listening in Mansfield, Ohio, this is Nick Michaels along with Mr. Craig Jackson. Week 13 of the high school football season edition of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Thanks for tuning in this evening. And, Craig, we have a great matchup for the faithful tonight. It is the number four seed in Division Three, Region 10. Mansfield Senior coming in at 10 wins and two losses. Tigers have won nine games in a row after that uh, week three defeat with Maslin, Washington. And Toledo Central Catholic, the number one seed, number one team in the state, Craig. And they are the defending state champions. They move from D2 to D3. They are 12-0. It is shaping up to be a great matchup tonight. Welcome in, my friend. Oh, absolutely. It's, uh, it's definitely going to be a great matchup tonight. You've got, uh, obviously, as you said, uh, uh, Toledo Central Catholic, number one team in the state. But the Tigers are on such a, a, a huge swing of momentum here, um, not only winning nine games in a row, but you turn around and go through everything they went through last week and then go up to Rocky River uh, on the road, even though they were the home team, no fans, and they just opened a can of you-know-what. And uh, just complete dominating performance by the Tigers. This is going to be a very different game, I have a feeling. Last week, the Tigers, and I would agree with that, the Tigers playing with a lot of emotions, Craig. You know, the game was moved, no fans, and that did not phase them at all. And we talked about it the whole broadcast, Craig, how Chokey Bradley had this team focused and ready to rock and roll. And boy, did they roll all over the Pirates. 360 yards on the ground, 500, over 500 yards of total offense. And, you know, a lot of people talking about the Tiger defense is good, but what about the offense? The offense spoke for itself last week. Oh, yeah, just an absolute explosion. Like you said, the 360, um, like like I said in the pregame when we did the live stream, you just don't see that unless you're looking at triple option teams, man. It's it's very hard to to fathom that, you know, unless you just watched it. You know, that's the most yards rushing since they defeated Mount Vernon back in 2017. You know, all these records that they set last week, you know, they're five-plus years old, and they smashed some of them. There's one here that uh, John's still looking into. John Davis, our great statistician, he's still looking into 300-yard rushers. He said that's possibly the most all-time in a single game. Wow. He's still looking into that. And uh, it was just it was just something to behold. And like I said in the live stream, when I, asked Choke, or when I said something to Chokey Bradley after the game about what a great job he did, the first thing he said was, whoa, 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 it wasn't me. It was my incredible staff and these kids. And that speaks volumes about what kind of a coach he is and what kind of a person he is. Well, and we also, I also talked to Chokey in his interview. You and I talked about this on the car ride up here. That when the they long play like ride. this, yes, the very <laughs> long car ride. I'm an hour and 20, but we made it. When the Tigers play like they did last week, they can beat anyone. Chokey was very humble with his response, but I really believe that that is the case, Craig. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I truly believe it because, like I said in the live stream, I don't ever remember seeing a high school football team play like that, much less given those circumstances. I've never seen one dominate offense, defense, and special teams like that, and it really easily could have been 55 to nothing if not for three plays. One was the tip pass that uh, uh, the receiver took all the way to the house, the other was a 50-50 ball where he just kind of out-jumped the defensive back. And the last one came in garbage time with like a minute left when the Tigers' second string was in. And uh, the Pirates still had their first string in, and their running back busted a big, long run. Uh, outside of that, 
the Pirates did absolutely nothing. And like I said, I'm not trying to downplay what a great team they were. You know, they, they had a fantastic season. They were averaging almost 43 points a game going into last week, and they were completely shut down. And their defense was good heading into that game. And me and you could have been out there playing defense for the Pirates. That's what it looked like, man. They, it's just complete total domination. Yeah, that uh, that is a good point. And, you know, this Tiger team, when you're on such an adrenaline rush like they were last week, and I talked to Carmelo Smith when we were walking down the stands, you remember? Mm-hmm. And he said we played pissed off. And yes. And it definitely showed. And using the emotions, the question is now, how do you stay laser focused? You're coming in as the underdog against the number one team in the state, a powerhouse and a lot of people picking against the Tigers. And I know if I'm Chokey, and I know for a fact, Craig, and you know as well, Chokey Bradley's used that all week. Oh, I'm yeah. sure he's found the newspaper clippings and posted them all over the locker room. Oh, yeah. And not only that, like you brought up in the live stream, this is the part of the playoffs last year where the Tigers bowed out in a, in a very tough loss where they actually had the lead. And that leaves a, a very sour taste in your mouth. And you know he's been using that as motivation as well. You know these seniors have shown their leadership this week, and they've been bringing it up. You know, these juniors and these sophomores, these guys were all on the field last year when that happened, and that stings, and they don't want it to happen again. No, they don't, and let's now take it over to our next part of our BP Electric pregame show. Thanks for tuning in and joining us this evening as the Tigers and the Fighting Irish will be kicking off around 7 p.m. We're about 21 minutes away from tonight's kickoff. And real quick, Craig, uh, as you mentioned, just seconds before we went on the air, the Tigers won the coin toss and they deferred. And before we get to our uh, senior interviews, what do you think of that decision? Uh, I, I kind of like it. I, I think Coach Bradley really likes how his team was, is playing right now. And uh, he, we've seen him all year long make adjustments at halftime. So if there's any situation where they might be down or whatever, we've seen him make those adjustments. So I, I kind of like it. I kind of like that he's telling his defense, you know, you're, you're the guys that are going to set the tone. Yes, we'll see what happens this evening. Once again, 20 minutes away from kickoff, so let's shoot it to our pregame interview. This week I got to catch up with uh, Jermaine. They call him Precy Bradley. Had a big game last week, Craig, with the touchdown reception. Uh, on the offensive line, the brother of Fat Man, uh, Jameer Dotson, we call him JD, Lala Elias Owens, and Amon Fat Man Thomas. Here's what they had to say about last week and tonight's matchup against the Irish. All right, here with Jermaine, J.D., Lala, and Fat Man also joining us. But, uh, uh, Jermaine, let's talk about you first. Uh, we got to talk about the touchdown last week. That was electric, and I know you had to feel really good running to the sidelines after you scored. Yeah, it felt great, man, you know, just to get just to get another one out there, man. You know, Duke said he was going to hit me, and, you know, he got it done. Well, the week before, you know, you made some big plays. Do you think the Lexington game has really helped your confidence moving forward? Yes, sir, man. It helped me a lot. I feel positive every time I'm going into a game now. A fat man. Let's talk about Jermaine, man. He's had back-to-back big games. Uh, it's got to it's gotta feel good for you as a teammate seeing one of your brothers uh, really come through. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, when Amar was down, he stepped up. Like mm-hmm. we told him all week in practice, step up, make plays for us. And yeah. Yeah, Jermaine, you know, with uh, Amar being out too, what what was it in inside of you that really you had to tell yourself, okay, I have to step up. Amar's out, Nate and I really have to step up. It was time to show, it was time to show the people what I can do. You know, that's what I wanted to do for a long time now, and I got to show them what I can do now out there on the field. 
Uh, Fat Man, I wanted to ask you this. A lot of adversity you guys battled last week. It was an emotional week for everyone. But it didn't let you and the offensive line phase you at all. You guys and J.D., I'll bring you in on this one too. You guys really stepped up and (laughs) delivered the call. 360 yards on the ground. And I said in the broadcast, that is amazing. We had a lot to play for in that game. Like the city was messed up. Had to get them to up and smile for, like I said in the last interview. And uh, the O-line got it done. Real stars, man. Was it weird, J.D., playing in front of no fans? Nah, I feel like it really helped us because it wasn't a lot, of, a lot of people saying stuff. A lot of people, was, people were trying to take us down. I mean, it was just us and the other side of the football, basically. And Lala, I, I called you out uh, on Facebook before the game, and you delivered. You made some big hits in this one. Yeah. Uh. I mean, what, what, what drove you emotionally and mentally to have a game like you did last week? Uh, I just, I'm just playing football. Yeah. Well, Rocky River was a tough matchup coming into the game. You know, I looked at their film. I looked at their fat man. I looked at their um, roster. This was a good football team. And, I mean, it was just one of those nights where you guys just had your way with them. Oh, yeah, for sure. They was a good team coming into it. That's what Coach showed us. But he told us all week if we worry about us and only us and hope the city out, make them proud, and get the win done. And, J.D., that's what Coach Bradley told me after the game. He loves this city. And I know you and your whole uh, brotherhood of uh, team, you guys love – you guys can all chime in on this one. But it was all about city pride last week. Yeah, man, like I said, city got something to smile for. It's been a lot of of, of killings, a lot of stuff, just emotions everywhere. So we're here to bring that together, bring the city back together, and win. I know when you guys pulled into the parking lot last week, it had to feel really good, uh, Jermaine, pulling into that parking lot, coming back with a huge victory for your city. Yeah, man, just to see everybody out there, man, it just, you know, just brought joy, man. We was all smiling, happy, and we celebrated all together, man. All right, so we got the defending state champs tonight, guys. It's uh, not going to be an easy one, but, uh, you know, I watched some film on these guys. I almost feel like you guys have the speed advantage. Did you also get that take when you watched the film, Fat Man? Uh, yeah, a little bit. But, again, like you said, state team, we got to play our best just like they're going to play their best. I mean, we're still fighting to get to the championship. J.D., what was one thing when you watched the film about this football team that really stood out for you that you guys really have to prepare for? Very disciplined and a very physical, very good football team. You know, we just got to play our hardest, play our game. We're going to win. How important is it tonight, Jermaine, that the offense really step up, especially, you know, the quarterback for Defiance had a lot of good looks uh, running to the edge, and the edge presence might play a huge factor into tonight's game. Man, you know, it's just it's, you know, it's on us, man. The offense, it starts with the offense, you know. We're going to, like, once we get the job, then we put points on the board, helps the defense out, man. All right, and what is going to be your guys' senior leadership message to the underclassmen tonight? Uh... Lock in, man. Focus. Today a focus day, like every Thursday, very focused. Everybody, whoa, whoa, that's it. No, you're fine. No, you're fine. No, go ahead. Keep but going. But, yeah, yeah, we just got to be focused, man, going into this Friday, man. We can't go in there like the days ago and get knocked off our feet. This has definitely been the most entertaining interview I've had all season, by the way. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> all right, thank you, guys, and good luck tonight. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Yes, thanks again to uh, – uh, Fat Man, Jermaine, JD, and Lala, and Craig. That would definitely was a lot of fun to record, and uh, they kept forgetting. Uh, you know, we go earlier in the week, so we try to get him to say tonight. But uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it, I love connecting with the kids in the middle of the week, getting to know them, and having experiences like that. It really makes it this f- job really fun.
Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, as, as somebody who this is my first year, I haven't had the chance to do that yet. The only interactions I've had has been out there on the field pregame and postgame. But even just that, you know, you get to know these kids a little bit, and it's just there's some of them that you just really, you just really like kind of fall in love with, you know. Like we were walking by, you know, coming off the field, and you're like, uh, walk by Jaden Gross, you're like, hey, Six, have a good game. And he's like, yes, sir. You know, just, just the connection you build with the kids. Yeah. And we, we did the Facebook Live, and you guys can check it out. It was a lot of fun on our Facebook page, uh, Mansfield VSBN, a friend us. And uh, Amar yeah. photobombed us. Again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, again, the second week in a row. You know, it, it's a lot of fun. And yeah. I was honored to go to the team meal this week at Golden Corral. Thank you to the Boosters and Linda Golden for having me. And it was fun to be able to talk to Fat Man and – you know, Jayante O'Brien and a lot of these kids and just see how they are and see how focused. And they are laser focused. And I felt the energy when I was in the coach's office yesterday, Craig. Mm. There is a lot of confidence right now with this football team. Yeah, I would think there'd almost have to be because you look at they've, – they've won nine games in a row, as you said. Uh, most of them have been pretty dominant victories, honestly. You go into the situation you had last week against – great Rocky River team Mm -hmm. and you go in there and you lay the butt whooping on them that you did as a coaching staff and as a team you have to have uh, sky high confidence right now you know obviously you're going against the number one team in the state everybody knows that everybody knows like I said in the pregame you know maybe you get your sling out and you slay Goliath tonight everybody knows that's what's on on the table here but you have to be confident because of what you've achieved so far yes and confidence goes a long way in this sport. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is a team where Toledo Central Catholic, they have been very dominant all year. Last week, and I talked to some of their guys, radio guys and team personnel, they weren't happy with the way they played last week. 41-26, they did get the win. That's the most important thing over a very scrappy Defiance team. And you did not see Defiance last year. I did at Ireland Field. They are very scrappy. They're very tough. They're always a tough out. But – Last week showed, if anything, on film. Hopefully, it wasn't one of those games where haha fooled you, you know, right? Like we've seen in the past with Maslin. But I really do think that it really pointed out some flaws in this football team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is there is something to be said about being too dominant during the season, and then you get to the playoffs, and then I'm not saying you overlook somebody, but somebody could come up and snake bite you you know what i'm saying yes you're not necessarily overlooking them but maybe not quite giving them the credit they probably should get or maybe you're just a little too overconfident i don't know uh but that's something that's something that happens and that's kind of going back to at the beginning of the season when i told coach bradley i thought he was crazy for making this schedule but as i've been saying all year long iron sharpens iron a team like mansfield senior nine wins coming off the big win last week you're not going to have overlook anybody because, honestly, you got your butt kicked two times in the first three weeks. Yes. Well, one person who is not overly confident and always humble is Chokey Bradley. I had the opportunity, Nick Michaels and Craig Jackson, you're listening to the BP Electric pregame show on GoTigers.com. Thanks for joining us. And I talked to Coach Bradley, Craig, and he had a lot to say, so this is an important interview. I want to get to it here. We're about 10 minutes away from kickoff, so here's Coach Bradley talking about the emotional win last week and tonight's matchup against the defending state champions. All right, Jokey. Well, week 13 is here. We're in the regional 
uh, semifinals. But before, as always, we got to talk about last week. And we talked after the game, and I know you were very emotional. It was a very emotional week for everyone. But uh, I really have to say I was so blown away, not only with your coaching staff, but the way your kids responded to everything going on in the city. They did a wonderful job. They were laser-focused. They went out and they played the football game. Boy, did they shine. Yeah, man, it was, it was um, you know, a testament of our guys just, you know, leaning on each other, man, and, and um, you know, and being resilient in their efforts and, and uh, finding a way to win amongst a, a mountain of adversity. And, you know, when we called the game, you could just tell from the press box that they were playing with that attitude, with that desire and the passion. And really, when you play like that, Chokey, it's really hard to beat a football team that plays like that. Would you agree? Yeah, I agree, man. It's, you know, regardless of, you know, who you're playing against or where you're playing at, you know, if you come out with the right mindset, um, any given Friday you can get beat or you can win. That's true, and we got to talk about the O line, man. You know, Duke had an amazing night. Uh, Zion, uh, Petty, what three different guys over 100 yards rushing? But I think it all has to go to the offensive line's credit, man. They really play their best game of the season, and they are aging like fine wine. They keep getting better and better. Man, our offensive line is is um, you know a, a tough bunch, man. They they play they stick together, man, on the field and off the field. Um, they they are a, a, you know a true testament of brotherhood, man, and and um, you know they got some really good coaches that that teach them you know what I mean the the uh, all the intricate values um, that you need in order to play the position, and um, you know they they um, you know they do everything we ask them to do. They do all the grunt work, you know what I'm saying, and they don't get a lot of accolades, uh, um, which they probably should, um, but. It was wonderful to watch those guys do what they do, and uh, and we was able to get three 100-yard rushes behind it. And then you had uh, Breesy. He stepped up big for you. Had a touchdown last week, and then, of course, we got to talk about Amar and his uh, his uh, record-breaking, the uh, Jornel Mans, passing Jornel Mans for the all-time touchdown receptions. Those two guys really stepped up for you. And, of course, Nate, your wide receiver's balling out. I mean, it was a team effort, but uh, when those guys get going too, it makes it such a dual threat for you. Yeah, we was able to get, you know, all of, um, you know, our guys firing on the same, you know, on the same accord, man, on all cylinders. Um, you know, we was able to run the ball and throw the ball at the same time. Uh, it was, that's hard to defend when you can excel uh, offensively in that way, you know, running and passing and keep the defense off balance. What makes Amar Davis so great? Man, he's electric, you know, speed and space. We tell it all, say it all the time, man. You get the ball of that kid in space, uh, he's going to make something happen, um, regardless of who's in front of him. Uh, so, you know, for him, he's smart. He's, uh, you know, he works hard. Um, he's he's extremely talented, you know, with his athleticism. But more than anything, man, he's a, he's a big-time football player. And you get him that type of talent in space, man, he's tough to defend. We talked about desire and determination, really. Desire and determination really played a factor, but this was a good Rocky River football team. You looked at that quarterback, I'll tell you what, he had a rough night, but I could just tell his talent was there in the Ricchetti kid. He's a phenomenal wide receiver. This was a good football team you guys beat last week. Yeah, man, they had 10 wins and one loss, man. They We watched them on tape. They did a lot of things well, man, and, and uh, 
you know, the quarterback and the wide receiver for sure was really, really, really good football players both. Um, you know, it's just um, somebody had to lose, you know, and, and it was our night, you know, last Friday, you know, and they had to, you know, get, you know, finish the game the way that it, it happened. But, you know, all in all, man, those dudes played well, man. They played great all year. Um, you know, the coach up there did a great job with them. Um, you know, they were leaders of their football team. And was it weird? I know everyone asked me, was it weird uh, calling a game with no fans? Was it weird coaching a game with no fans? No, it wasn't because, you know, we, my focus has never been with the fans. I don't I don't focus on the fans. I really don't hear fans. Um, you know, I, I coach a game. I coach the kids. You know, I focus on the kids. Um, so, like, a lot of times, you know, when it's a Friday night, you know, it's almost like not having fans anyway for me. Um because, uh, you know, the focus for me is is just within the kids and the team. So, you know, that was just it. Great answer. All right, let's move on to Central Catholic, the defending state champs, man. I mean, speaks for themselves. What four, four state championships since 2005, this coach has done a fantastic job with the program. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a challenge. Uh, they're Toledo Central Catholic for a reason. Yeah, man, they, they uh, by far, you know, the best thing we've seen this year. Um you know, it's going to be, um, you know, a, a Donnie Brook, uh, so to speak. You know, it's going to be, you know, a back alley fight. Um, you know, we got to jump on the bus and ride the Clyde. They got to do the same. You know, we're going to lock horns, man, and see how it go. So when you look at them as a team uh, perspective, the quarterback's very talented, and you'll be proud of me. I watched some film this week, too, to kind of prepare for this uh, matchup, and the quarterback's very talented. So how important is it to get pressure to him early on? Well, you know, it's going to be important for us to do, you know, all things in the same. You know, we'll have to, you know, get pressure on him. We're going to have to defend the back end. They got really, really good wide receivers um, in there. The most important, impressive thing to me is their, their run game, man. Their run game is unbelievable. They got a running back that's got, you know, close to 30 something, 30 touchdowns or something like that uh, on the ground. And, and uh, they got another running back that's just as talented, um, a little smaller, but fast and quick and tough and physical. Um, and then the quarterback can run the ball, you know, just as effective with his legs. He's very athletic. So, um, and all of that being said, man, the offensive line is, is um, you know really really good man, and they physical and they big and they move people. Uh, so you know what I mean that's that's a testament to a good coaching staff. That's that's um, teaching them the right run fits to get you know positive uh, uh, run yards. Talking with Coach Bradley here on the pregame show, and Coach, for those fans that are still in the car on the way up to the game, I know it's going to be exciting for the players to have the fans and the parents back in the stands. What is your message to the city of Mansfield tonight before you guys run onto this field? Man, come on out and support these kids, man. They're going to play for you, man. We love our city. Thanks, Jokey, and good luck tonight. Thank you. Thanks again to Coach Jokey Bradley for joining us in the BP Electric pregame show. You've been listening here on GoTigers.com. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson back here in the booth. And, Craig, what were your takeaways from Coach Bradley? Well, the first thing is, uh, the first takeaway is we couldn't have timed that any better because as soon as that uh, interview ended, so did the national anthem. But the, the first thing, uh, other than that, that uh, struck me was when he said, yes, it's, this is a big challenge. 
but we got to get on the bus and go up to Clyde and play, and they've got to get on the bus. Kind of reminded me of that scene in Hoosiers where they're in the dome or whatever, and Gene Hackman makes them pull out a tape measure, yep. and just like the hoop at home, you know. And that's, that, that's the message he's given these kids. And uh, that was the one thing that stood out is I love that uh, approach that he's taken this week. I love that he said that, and I love that mindset. Well, Coach Bradley talked about this team too, Craig. Very dangerous. Mm -hmm. They're the defending state champs for a reason. They've won four state championships since 2005. Greg Dempsey has done a phenomenal job building this program into a Division II powerhouse. They slide down to Division Three now with D3 teams kind of going, ugh, when they yeah. saw Central Catholic move to Division Three. But you know what? Like in my post on Facebook earlier today, to be the man, you have to beat the man. This is the ultimate challenge, and we've talked about this over and over again the past week. The way the Tigers played last week, if it carries over to tonight, I feel like they can beat anyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like you said, to be the man, you got to beat the man. It, it, there's no clearer example than this tonight. You have the number one – I mean – they're number one for a reason. Yes. They've they've been dominant not just this year, mm -hmm. last year, you know, even the year before, you know. This is one of the top teams in the state regardless of division and uh, one of the top programs. And, it, you know, you have to go through them at some point if you, if you want to get to the state championship game. You're just not going to get around it. Well, they definitely have to get go through them to win the region, even even to get to the regional championship game. The winner of tonight's game will advance to the regional championship game in a site to be determined later, and they will play the winner of Tiffin Columbian Craig, and also the win uh, the winner of the Tiffin Columbian game, excuse me, who are the three seed and Buckeye and I almost said Buckeye Central Medina Buckeye, who upset number two Norton. So um, it's going to be Buckeye versus. Colombian, and then you have these two teams here. So we're down to the final four in the region. Yes, yes, we are. Uh, it's 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 definitely when you have a team, the number two seed, get knocked off in your region, then you know you've got a tough region. Uh, so this might be the toughest region in the state, in my opinion. Uh, so as you, I mean, this just is common sense. As you get further in the playoffs, as the Tigers take the field. As you get further into playoffs, you're just going to face better and better competition. That's the whole point of playoffs. I would agree. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call as we are ready for kickoff. Moments away from tonight's kickoff between Toledo Central Catholic, the defending state champions, wearing their red uniforms with the gray patch on the side, white numbers and lettering, and they have gray pants with the red stripe down it, and on the helmet is a gray helmet with their central logo on the side and the Tigers in their road whites tonight. Believe, Craig, those are brown pants on the far sideline with white jerseys, orange numbers, and lettering as we are set for tonight's game. And if you're just joining us, ladies and gentlemen, the Tigers won the coin toss, and they have elected to defer to the second half. Final thoughts before kickoff, Craig? Uh, just like Coach Bradley said, you're here. you got to strap it up. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a back alley fight, man. You know, get, get ready because uh, – 
like uh, Michael Buffer would say, let's get ready to rumble. This is the game where champions are made. This is a moment right here. If you're the Tigers and you want to excel your program, get back to a higher level, get back to the regional championship for the first time since 2019. Your moment is tonight to seize the opportunity and win the football game. We'll see as they're going up against the uh, Giant. It's David versus Goliath. Thanks for joining us this evening. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call. <coughs> Excuse me, as the Tigers have taken the field. Now, we were talking on the way up, Nick. You had pointed out that the uh, the Irish have a, a, a deadly returner back there. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, they're just going to let Quinton DeBolt try and kick that into the end zone or if they're going to have him squib it. Last week, the Irish back-to-back -back kickoffs, a punt return and a kickoff return to start the game, made it 13-0 before Defiance even batted an eye. So... We'll see what Quentin DeBolt does here as he elects to tee it off, Craig, from the near hash mark as the Tigers are going to kick it to the right side. So Toledo Central Catholic will go left, and then Tigers will go right as, you, as we see it. So the wind tonight kind of looking at the flag, Craig. I'm trying to find the flag, first of all. Uh, a little it, bit of wind, not too much. Yeah, so it's, the not, it's not terrible. Tonight's kickoff about 52 degrees, and we're underway as a booming kip. Down the middle, it's caught at the five by the Irish. 20, he tries to find an opening, and there's number seven, Tyler Morgan, and he is greeted around the 28-yard line. Tigers stall him, Jameer Tank Petty, with the initial contact from Ansel Sr. Sets up shop first and 10 for the Fighting Irish at their own 28-yard line. Yeah, DeBolt uh, kicked it deep, and uh, they were able to return it. The Tigers did a good job of uh, going down there and uh, covering the kick. On for Coach Greg Dempsey is the quarterback, the senior, the very talented 6'3", 180 senior, number eight, Terry Collins, Jr. Runs out of the pistol formation. Two receivers on the far side, one on the near. Now the receiver's in motion on the near side. <coughs> Excuse me for the cough, folks. As we start this game, we have a stoppage, I believe a timeout by the Tigers. So eight seconds into the game, we have a timeout by Coach Bradley. Well, uh, Toledo Central Catholic, they lined up with two on the far and one on the near, and the one on the near went in motion, and they got in a bunch formation, and the Tigers just didn't adjust, and Coach uh, Bradley had to call a timeout. You definitely don't want to do that this early in the game, but you had to, he had to because they were outmanned over there. Our impact players of the game, number eight, the quarterback, Terry Collins, has a lethal arm, we hear. His pass for over 2,000 yards this season, and then you have the number one, Craig. They talked about him. Here in the press box, Jalen Watson, the wide receiver, the senior, a Iowa verbal commit. As we start off first and ten, three receivers bunched up on the far side of the field, none showing on the near. Pistol formation with the back standing behind Collins, the quarterback. First and ten from the 28. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the speedy back. Has running room. He's across the 30, up to about the 35, and tripped up around the 36-yard line. So on first down, about a seven-yard gain for the running back which is going to be number 22, Marquan Braswell. Second and three, going quick here. Handed off to Braswell. Braswell tries to get up to the 40-yard line. He is tripped up just shy. There's a flag. And there is a penalty marker on the far side of the field. So hold, the, hold your horses here, folks, as we are underway. So Braswell running with the football. False the Irish start. going quick, but a false start penalty. Shoots the Irish in the foot as we look for the Tigers to hopefully adjust defensively here as Irish coming out running the football early on, Craig. 
Yeah, that first play, I didn't even get a chance to say. Huge gaping hole over to the left side, but the Irish, they're absolutely huge up front. We'll get into that a little later as they line up ready to snap the ball. Second and eight from the 31-yard line. Collins looks back at the coaching staff. One receiver on the far side, two on the near. Braswell's the back behind Collins. <coughs> Here's the snap. Second and eight. Hands it off to the back. Braswell checks to the outside. And the Tigers stop them for a modest gain of about maybe three. Sets up about a third and five, Craig. Yeah, he went off to the, uh, off to the right side again. And uh, the Tigers were there to get him a crown for a short game, bringing up a, a third and medium around four. That was uh, Carter Kessler on the tackle. So good job by him because it was just he was one-on-one -on -one out there with Braswell. Third and four from the 35-yard line. Collins sets up on the far hash mark. One receiver on the far side. The back is on the right hip of Collins. Two on the near side. Receivers. Here's the snap. Back to pass. He'll run with it. He spins, runs into the line, and the Tigers stop him, and they hold him at the 35-yard line. What a stand by the T.Y. Tiger defense. Yeah, there was pressure early, and he tried to run, but there was Mo Bradley there. Looked like Bradley was the one that took him down, and the Tigers stiffen up on defense, and they... Make the Irish have to punt, and the Irish are going quick even for, for punting the ball. Yeah, they do get the punt off very quick, and they get it off. Looks like off the side of the foot, rolls inside of the 40, gets an Irish roll to the 30, 25, all the way down inside of the 25 to the 23-yard line. This is a very speedy bunch here by this Toledo Central Catholic. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen anybody go up-tempo on a punt before. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, the punt by Preston Freisel, waiting for the official yardage, but... With a 34. favorable roll, 34 yards. Thank you, John Davis. First and 10, Mansfield Sr. from their own 24-yard line. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call here from Robert J. Bishop Stadium, Clyde, Ohio. I feel like we're on the floor of the stock exchange because there's like 27 media outlets here broadcasting the game. <laughs> it's great, though, isn't it? <laughs> yes, I it love is. the excitement. Oh, I've got goosebumps, tonight. man. <laughs> here we go. First and 10 from the 24-yard line. Duke Reese out of the shotgun, back on his right hip. One receiver on the far side, trips on the near. Here's the snap, first and 10, fake handoff. He'll throw far side, has a man open, hits him into enemy territory. And trying to see who that is, is that Lala? That is Lala, I believe. He's, he's wearing number 20. Lala's wearing 20 tonight, so a number change. So Lala Owens with a big reception. into Irish territory. We'll see if the Tigers go up tempo, and we have an injured Tiger down on the field here. It looks like one of the linemen. And yeah, that's not Lamar Ruth, it looks like. Yeah, that's that's not good. You can't, you don't want to see a lineman down this early in the game. You had, uh, I will say this, the Fighting Irish had tremendous pressure from uh, Michael Cannings, the uh, number 54, the 6'2", 280-pound Defensive lineman was able to get great pressure, but uh, Duke Reese was able to keep his composure and threw a beautiful pass out there to Lala, and I believe that could be a matchup that could be a game changer for the Tigers tonight because uh, we he talked was about it all week, Craig. The speed of Mansfield Senior would it play a factor and has early on here tonight. First and ten from the Irish 46-yard line. Tigers have the football. Their first offensive possession. Duke Reese will line up out of the shotgun. Two receivers on the far side. Receiver in motion. I believe that's Amar. Shovel pass to him. Tries to turn the corner. And he's at the 50. Stiff arm. Runs out of bounds. All that. And I think he might have even lost the yard. Amar trying to get a little jet sweep action going there, Craig. And it was well defended by the Irish. Yeah, it sure was. Uh, Cannings again just blew up. 
going straight up field, and uh, that pushed Amar back, which uh, caused the flow of the play to get get a little uh, jabberwocky there, and uh, he lost uh, two yards on that. So second and 12 at the Irish 48-yard line. Duke Reese out of the pistol. Tank Petty the back behind him. Jermaine Bradley's in motion. The block on the left side of the line. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Tank. Makes one man miss. Another tackle. Spins inside of the 45. Gets about four yards back there. Just inside of the 45-yard line. But it does set up a a third and long, Craig. It's going to be about a third and nine upcoming for the Tiger offense. The question is, does Duke Reese have the ability to make another downfield throw? Yeah, that, I mean, honestly, that was a great run by Tank Petty, though, because the run was off to the right side, and they had a corner blitz coming, plus Cannings again getting uh, pressure there from the defensive tackle position. Petty had a lot to work his way through to just to gain the four yards. So here we go, third and nine. From the 45-yard line, Reese, empty backfield set. Here's the snap, back to pass, under pressure. He's going to run with it. 45-40, has room to run. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, he's gone. Touchdown, Tigers! The T.Y. Tigers strike immediately, just like that. 6-0 Mansfield, 8.53 to play, first quarter. Wow, Craig. Yeah, there was complete, there was immediate pressure again from Cannings. Uh... He didn't have time to, to really look downfield. He just took off, let his athletic uh, athleticism kick in, and that was the speed, and the flow of the play took everything to the one side of the field, and he broke the other way. There was nobody there. And De- Dalen McGinty to hold. PAT is up, and it is good. 8.53 to go from the leg of Quentin DeBolt. Makes it Mansfield Senior 7, Toledo Central Catholic 0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. Go Tigers, indeed, coming off the timeout from the scoring play. 45-yard touchdown run by the quarterback, Duke Reese, on third and nine, Craig. And you talked about it. His athleticism led him right into the end zone. As we get ready to kick off here, Quentin DeBolt. From the 40, and it's a beauty. That one sails into the back of the end zone. Shades of last week. First and 10 upcoming for the Irish from the 20-yard line. This drive, Craig, very important for both teams here. Now the Irish have had a chance to get looks on both sides of the field. Can they make their adjustments, and then can Coach Bradley make his counter-adjustments? Absolutely. You know, if you're the defense, you have to be happy with what you did last time. You were able to contain uh, the running attack by the Fighting Irish, and... You didn't put them in a in a passing situation, which is what I think you really want because you can unleash this pass rush, which can be deadly for the Tigers. First and ten for Collins in the offense. Their second offensive possession of the ball game. Receiver in motion from left to right. Pre-snap penalty as we have laundry on the field. It's going to be another false start. Their second of the ball game for Coach Dempsey and the Irish. Yeah, right now it looks like the Irish are the ones that are uh, a little jumpy. Moves the ball back to the 15-yard line. It's going to be first and 15 for the Irish. 
Terry Collins Jr., the quarterback, very talented, with the running back. Right behind him is Braswell. Here's the snap. Hands it out to Braswell. Boss the ball. Fumble. Let's see who has the Tigers, Tigers say they have it. They do. And they do. Mansfield senior football as they get the ball about the 18-yard line. And how about that? We're going to look to see who had the recovery, but waiting for John. I I'm, he hearing, I'm hearing other people say Samir. I think it was Samir Phillips. I, can't, I couldn't get the thing to go down. <laughs> So Mansfield Sr. with a golden opportunity as they now, off the fumble, have the ball in the State Farm red zone. Call our local agent, Gary Fagan, for all your insurance needs, 419-747-2217. Here you go, Nick. Thank you, sir. And fumble was lost, recovered by Simeer Phillips. So the Tiger defense with a turnover here sets up a golden opportunity, Craig, for the TY Tigers. Empty backfield set on first and 10 from the 19. Here's the snap. And he'll keep it, and he's going to be met by the Irish. And, boy, do they stop him right at the 20-yard line. So loss of one on the play. You had a quarterback draw there, and uh, unfortunately it was right, played right into the scheme of the Irish because they had the defensive end looping in, and he looped right into the hole that was there for the draw. Duke had nowhere to go. How about that fumble? That just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Saimir was able to poke the ball out. Now Mansfield Sr., the question is you cannot go backwards here, and you need to keep going forward, at least try to get three points out of this drive. This is huge. Tigers up 7-0, 8.08 to play first quarter. They have the ball in the State Farm red zone at the 20. Reese out of the gun. Here's the snap, hands it off to the back, and he's going backwards, and the Irish defensively able to get in there and take down Zion Brown for a loss back to the 23-yard line. It's a loss of three. You had Christian Jackson coming in on the blitz, and he just bottled everything up, and Zion had to try and cut it back inside, but there's just too much uh, penetration there from the interior of that uh, fighting Irish defensive line. He had nowhere to go. Brings up a really long third down here. Let's see what Coach Bradley and the staff have uh, cooked up. Third and 14. And the last time the Tigers had a third and long, Duke Reese took it to the house. Pistol set for Duke Reese from the 22. Here's the snap. And rolls to the outside. Play action fake. Has an opening downfield. Is he going to run with it? Throws it at the last second. It was almost intercepted. He tried to get it to Amar on the far side. A flag is down. It was tipped by the defender, but a golden opportunity squandered by the Irish. Number 21, Victor Singleton, dropped the interception. Yeah, they got uh, the Tigers for illegal man downfield. When R Duke rolled out and he didn't have anybody open, the linemen started going down to block for him, and he changed his mind at the last minute the and tried to stick it in there. The question is, what does Greg Dempsey do here? Does he take the penalty? No, he will decline it. And now the question is, what does Chokey Bradley do here? Fourth and 14. From the 22-yard line of Central Catholic. And Quinton DeBolt on to attempt a field goal. Be about 38 yards, 39 yards, somewhere in there. 38-yard attempt from the near hash mark. Dalen McGinty to hold. Tigers trying to get a field goal. So John Davis is saying 39-yard field goal. This would be a career long, I believe. Or at least tie it, I think. Yeah, I think it would tie it. We'll see. Tigers making a late substitution. Lala Owens in the block here. Once again, near hash mark. Play clock at eight. Here's McGinty to hold. Tigers snap it. The hold. The kick is up. And it is long enough. Is it straight? Yes, it is. 
And how about that Quinn DeBolt off the toe of number 87. He is fired up on the far sideline, greeted by his teammates. Tigers with a two-possession lead early on. Yes, folks, you heard that right. Mansfield Senior 10, Toledo Central Catholic 0, 7.08 to play here in the first quarter. And, Craig, I like that Toledo Central Catholic defensively, they did a nice job. Yeah. They pushed the Tigers backwards four yards. Mansfield Senior, though, what a nice job up front blocking to get the field goal, get the points. Yeah. Yeah, Kuhn uh, <clears throat> really nailed that ball. That thing probably could have been good for 50. It was just a matter if it was going to stay straight or not. And you got, uh, as you said, that two-score two lead. Uh, I'd be interested to know, maybe we'll be able to find out from uh, one of these fine fellows from uh, Central Catholic if they've been down this much all year long. I'll have to ask during a timeout, but that is a career long. I just got the word from John Davis for Quinton DeBolt, so congratulations to Quinton. 10-0, Mansfield Sr. with the lead, 7.08 to play, first quarter. Quinton will tee it off from the near hash mark. Morgan back deep for the Irish. It's a high one, and again, sails past the official through the back of the end zone for a touchback. First and 10, Mansfield Senior last time, I'm sorry, Central Catholic. Last time the Irish Craig had the ball, Simir Phillips popped it out for a fumble recovery. Yeah, if you're the Tigers, I would say at this point you can't have imagined a better start for your team. You go down, you score on offense. Next possession, you get the turnover, you get points there. You're starting to ride high here with the momentum, and you got to keep it going here. You can't, you can't give up any cheap plays to... Central Catholic and let them get back in the game. you got to keep the pressure up. So first and ten for Collins and this offense for Central Catholic. Lines up from the 20-yard line. As the running back is on his left hip, that's Braswell. And hands it off to him for a short gain up to about the 23-yard line. Three yards on first down. Yeah, great defense by the Tigers. Um, for them to be able to, at this point, control this running back or running game with the size advantage Toledo Central Catholic has up front is is quite quite amazing. I mean, you're looking at Central Catholic. I'm looking at the roster here, uh, 335, 265, 280. I mean, it just goes on and on. These guys are huge. Lined up back in the shotgun. Off to the running back, off to the right side. He's taken down for a gain of about 10 yards for a first down for Toledo Central Catholic. So the Irish able to move the ball and move the chains. First and ten. They're going quick as they had tempo in that first drive here. Braswell, the they running back. Again. And again, movement. No flag at the moment. Mansell Sr. pointing at the Irish. No call as they settle in here. Braswell, the back here is the snap. Hands it off to Braswell. Checks towards the outside. Checks inside at the last second to go up the middle for a short gain of about three up to the 36-yard line. Yeah, Braswell was able to make himself skinny and just squeeze through the crack there, and that's all there was because the Tiger defense was uh, caving in real, or caving the, the running lane in. But that just shows you how slippery he is. The Tiger's running a man off here, and that's dangerous with as fast as Toledo's going. Second and seven. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Braswell. Has room to run far side, close to the sticks, and I think he has it. Powers his way and moves the pile all the way up to the 45-yard line. First and ten, Toledo Central Catholic. And, Craig, here come the Irish. Yeah, they're doing what I would have expected them to do, and that's rely heavily on this big offensive line and try and slow the game down even though they're going fast. Here's the snap, and Collins hands it off to Braswell, and this time the Tigers are there to greet him. There's two of them there. I believe Lala Owens was one of the Tigers on the initial contact, along with Mo Bradley, the second. First time we've called his name tonight, as it is a short gain of one up to the 46-yard line. 
Yeah, they just <coughs> shot the gap there and took the runner down right at the point of contact. Toledo Five. again going fast. 5.15 to play, first quarter, 10 to nothing. Mansfield Senior, here's the snap. New running back into the game is number seven, and he gets a short gain up to the 49-yard line of Toledo Central Catholic, and the, on the running back is number seven, Tyler Morgan, the 5'8 junior. So new back into the game for Coach Dempsey, trying to change things up, trying to get his running back by committee going here as now they switch to an empty backfield set. Collins hasn't yet to pass this football much tonight. Very quiet. Looks like they're going to try to air it out here. Third and six from their own 49-yard line. Empty backfield set. Now Morgan in motion. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Pre-snap penalty and another killer, Craig, for the third time tonight. That is a false start on the Irish. Uh, we'll take it. The Tigers will take it every time. They'll and move that, the that, ball back to the 44. That is one thing that you have to worry about when you go tempo. You do have to worry about <coughs> getting your, your guys getting too excited and jumping a little early. And as you said, that's the third time, but here they are. I mean, they've been trying to go warp speed all night, even on the punts. Uh, they're running out there. 428 and counting here. Third and 11 now from the 44 of Toledo Central Catholic. Irish had the ball. Collins back to pass. Has time to throw. Going deep near side. Has his man beat. And Jayante O'Brien breaks it up. The Irish won a call, but I think it is a fantastic coverage. Guess what, Craig? As number one, that is Jalen Watson, the Iowa commit. He just entered the no-fly zone. Jayante O'Brien, phenomenal play on third down, and the Tigers get off the field. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Had, I mean, it was he had he had Giante beat, but Giante was able to catch up and then uh, deflect the ball. I've never seen a team punt this fast before in my life. As here's the punt by the Irish inside of the twenty, inside of the ten, gets a great roll and a penalty marker is down. We might have a personal foul on the Tigers. It rolls all the way to the five, and the Irish are celebrating. So we'll see what the flag is. Fourth and 11, that's a personal foul. That's a killer. Well, it depends on if it happened before or after the kick. That is true as well. Because if it happened after the kick, it, I mean, you're down at the five. Half the distance. So it will be after the kick. So the Tigers catch a break, half the distance of the goal. What is it, two and a half yards and back half yards. to the two and a half yard line. So. I mean, obvi obviously Ooh. you don't want that, but, yeah, it could have been a lot worse if it and, happened and a little sooner. And if Coach Bradley, you're grabbing Giante. Listen, dude, we're up 10 to 0. Yeah. We have the football back on the defending state champs. Keep focus. Yeah. Keep focus. He just made a great play on third down. Yeah. You can't let the other team get in your head. Here we go, first and 10 for Duke Reese in the offense. 4.05 to play here in the ballgame. Mansfield Senior with a 10-0 lead over the defending state champion, Toledo Central Catholic. Duke Reese stands out of his own end zone. Craig, I'm trying to see who the back is. I think it's Petty. And movement up front, and I think we might have encroachment. Tigers are pointing at the Irish as one of the linemen got pushed and pancaked before the ball was even snapped. And they are going to get They're going to get five free yards. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to invade your personal space. Fourth penalty for 20 yards tonight on the Irish. Yeah, that was definitely encroachment. I think there might have been a little acting there on the on the on the on the. Give him the Oscar. It worked. It worked. 4:05 to play here, first quarter. 4:05 to go here in the first quarter. The Irish trailing 10. So here we go. 
For first and five, here's the snap as they're yelling at us here. Going deep on first down and complete. It was intended for Amar Davis on the near side, number five. They want us to sit down, but hell, I can't see very well. I know you can't see, so you can stand, Craig. So here we go, second and five from the seven-yard line. As Duke Reese trying to connect deep on first down, didn't work out. Second and five from the seven-yard line. The good news is with that play is if you don't hit, it's still second and five, so you're still set up pretty good here. Yeah, I like that play call. You, you take a shot with your best player, see what happens. Reese out of the shotgun. Petty off the right hip, receiver in motion. Here's the snap. Dismuke in motion, pre-snap penalty, and here comes Duke. He's going to run, and he is brought down immediately. Maybe a yard gained, if that. I think they're going to call no gain, but I believe it's going to be on the Tigers. You have a player for... Toledo Central Catholic on the ground, and it's a pretty bad injury. He it's, is screaming in pain, and, and you the, hate to see that. And the players, as soon as the play was over, start jumping up and down, waving for the medical team. Well, while we have the opportunity, as it looks like the penalty is going to be on the Tigers here, with the injury timeout, we'll take a break. 3.53 to play here in the first quarter. It is Mansfield Senior 10, Toledo Central Catholic 0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, president, at 419-631-0792. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to our Robert uh, Bishop Stadium here in Clyde, Ohio. And one of the linemen, defensive linemen for the Irish, Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, being helped off the field. And, Craig, you hate to see that because uh, this big guy is being helped off the field, and it does not look good. Yeah, he, he's really basically being carried off, unfortunately. He can't put any weight on that left uh, leg of his. Devonte Devonte White uh, Wright Ward is the injured player, and they just said uh, the Toledo guy just said he's the leading tackler too for the Irish, so that's huge. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't hear what the penalty yeah, was. I didn't either. It was five yarders, probably an illegal motion so, or shift. So that moves the ball back. What Craig to the three? So Mansell uh, Senior pin back deep. It's going to be. Second and 10 after the pre-snap penalty. Original line of scrimmer. Mansfield senior, Reese with the football. Empty backfield set, five wide, three on the near side. In motion is Nate Dismuke. So here we go, second and 10. 
Reese back to pass, throws over the middle, slant route caught by Giante. Here he goes, 25, bubble, lost the ball. Scramble, loose ball, and it looks like the Irish have it. That is unfortunate because Giante could have scored if that ball wasn't poked out, Craig. What a play by the Irish. I'm not sure who had it because it looked like uh, the Irish had it, but then I saw it squirt out again. I thought O'Brien, nope, the Irish poke came out of the pile with it. And the officials officially say at the 32-yard line, Irish football, and that is unfortunate because Reese made a great throw on a slant route to Giante O'Brien, Craig. And I tell you what, if it wasn't for that young man poking the ball out for the Irish, Giante would be standing in the end zone right now. Absolutely. It was a last-ditch effort. He just reached his hand up there and swung for the ball like he was trying to connect with an uppercut, and that was his last chance to stop O'Brien because, like you said, there was nobody back there. It would have been six for the Tigers. Now it's up to the Tiger defense to stand up strong So again. now the Tiger defense will be tested here. First and ten for Collins. Hands it off to Braswell. Braswell, stiff arm, near side, turns the corner inside of the 30-yard line, and it's going to be about a five-yard gain on first down. So the Tiger defense trying to battle some adversity here in this first quarter. 3.28 to play. Tigers up 10-0 on the Irish. Well, as we were talking about at the beginning of the game, Coach Bradley said this was going to be a back alley brawl, and so far he's been right. There's been a, a lot of physicality out there on the field. Two turnovers, one by each team, both fumbles. Morgan in motion. Here's the snap. Seven, second and five. Throws the screen to Watson. He has room to run. 20 to the 10 inside of the five and dives around the four-yard line. Sets up first and goal for the Irish. There's a beautifully set up screen by the Irish. They fake the... Jet sweep, and he threw it out to the, there to the number one guy, Jalen Watson, and he just took his speed and was able, got some good blocks, got all the way down to the four-yard line. So the Irish, for the moment, not going with tempo here. First and goal for Collins and the offense as they try to get on the board here as we approach the three-minute mark of the first quarter. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Morgan. Morgan runs and walks into the end zone. And it's going to be a four-yard touchdown run for Trey Morgan. And the Irish are on the board. 3.03 to play here in the first quarter. 10-6 to is the Tiger lead. Yeah, that huge offensive line opened up a gaping hole off to the left side. And Morgan went in there untouched. And if you're the Tigers, it's bad enough you gave up the score. But the fact you gave it up with uh, the running back just waltzing well. in there. Well, you know, that was a seven-point swing because it could very well be 17-0. to zero. PAT is terrible. It was shanked horribly to the right side. It looked like Noah Ruggles' kick in the Sugar Bowl last year. It was that bad. I think it actually hit the pylon next to the play clock. It sure did. <laughs> and 3.03 to play. The kick is no good. 10-6, to six, but Craig, as I just mentioned, Jayante O'Brien doesn't fumble the ball. He scores. It's 17-0. to zero. So this is a huge, yeah. huge a swing here in this football game, and the defending state champs are not going to go down easily. Yeah, that was a, a, at the very minimum a 12-point swing. Uh, but if you're the Tigers, you got to look at it this way: you still have the lead. You're going to get the ball back. You know, you know, you could move the ball because that last play, even though there was the fumble, that would that should have been six. So you know, you could move the ball on this team. So you just got to maintain your composure, limit the mistakes, and just play Tiger football. So we'll see how the Tiger offense can answer the turnover, see if they can shake it off and answer with some points here. You do not want this to be the momentum swing of the ball game. It is way too early for that as the Irish planning a kickoff here. And it will be their place kicker, Austin Hernandez, the senior, on the near hash mark at the 40-yard line as Hernandez's kick is up. 
And decent to about the 12, Dismuke with the football. Nate, stiff arm, makes a man miss. 20-yard line, turns the corner. 25, very physical play here. They push him on the near sideline as Dismuke uh, jawing back and forth with the Irish. Getting a little chippy out here. Yeah, it sure is, but you had the Toledo Central Catholic blocker or the tackler. He rode Dismuke all the way. There's a out-of-bounds line, then a big yellow stripe, then a big blue stripe, and he rode Dismuke all the way almost to the end of the blue stripe. So, yeah, as you said, getting a little chippy out there. I, I get the feeling that the Irish aren't used to being uh, being down like this in a game. Ball spotted at the 28-yard line of Mansfield. Tigers with the football trying to answer the four-yard touchdown run by Tyler Morgan. 2.57 to play, opening quarter. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call. Thanks for joining us from Bishop Stadium here in Clyde in the regional semifinal. Duke Reese empty backfield set, five wide. Three receivers on the far, two on the near. Here's the snap, and a penalty marker is down before we even snap it. I didn't see anybody move, but that's... And the official is marching him back already. Back to the 22-yard line. I didn't see anybody move. Did the play clock expire? I didn't. There's a post right here in my way, so I didn't see what he. <laughs> I didn't either. First and 15 now. Duke Reese, same formation, five wide. Empty backfield. First and 10. Duke Reese back to pass under pressure, running for his life. And he is going to lean forward. He will not be sacked. I think he might have got one or two yards leaning forward. I believe that was just a gain of one. The pressure's, you know, the pressure's coming too hard right now for the... So it is a gain of one. For the, Second and 14 is the call. From yeah, the, the pressure from the Irish is just coming too hard and too fast right now for them to be doing these long drop-back passes. If you're going to do that, you have to. I would think you'd have to want. You'd want to leave a blocker in there, a running back or somebody. Looking to see if Ward is on the field for the Irish, their leading tackler. No, he went out with an injury. He's down here on the bench still. So here we go. Second and 14 from the 23. Here's the snap. Duke hands it off to Petty. Petty makes a man miss. Shifts towards the outside, and he is brought down for a big loss. And it's going to be third and a mile upcoming for the Tiger offense. 2:03 to play, first quarter. Dominic Spazanzi. Just knifed in there and got a hand, got an arm on uh, Tank, which slowed him down, let the rest of that Irish defense come flying up and uh, was able to take him down. And uh, Tiger's looking at a third and long. And with some of the pressure that the Irish have been getting tonight, that's not really where you want to be if you're the Tigers. Third and 16 from their own 21-yard line. Duke Reese in the offense, third and long. Five wide set, three on the near, two on the far. Here's the snap. Dismuke in motion. Reese under fire, and he dumps it off to Amar at the 20-yard line, and he is going to be brought down, and it is fourth down. So it's going to be a loss of one on the play. 1.15 to play here in the first quarter. <clears throat> they tried setting up a screen pass, and they had it set up, except somebody missed a block out there, and when Amar Davis caught the ball, he was taken down immediately. Screen passes don't work if you don't make your blocks. Glenville 22, Shelby 0, first quarter score over in Elyria. So now the Irish get the stop here as DeBolt stands at his own 7. Gets the punt off. It's a high one. It's a beauty. And gets a Tiger roll back to the 30. Picked up 27. And dangerous return punter here. And he goes up to the 50-yard line. 
And first and 10 from midfield for the Irish. Upcoming with 38 seconds to play in the first. I don't know who 21 for Central Catholic is, but he was out there throwing his hands up like he wanted a flag before the ball. There is a flag on the Irish. So personal foul. Believe it's roughing the kickers what they're calling here. So there is no automatic in high school, though. But it was the uh, fourth and 14. Fourth and 14. So, wow. Hey, penalties are shooting the Irish in the foot here. And, Craig, if you're the Tigers, you have to make them pay here. Yes, you, you do get a do. second opportunity. The Tiger offense is going to trot back onto the field. That is huge. That is a game changer. I had taken my uh, vision off of DeBolt, and I was watching where the punt was landing, so I did not see the collision. I didn't either because it was such a fantastic punt. So Coach Dempsey for the Irish, very upset on the near sideline. <coughs> By the way, you asked about Ward. He's down there right in front of us. His foot's off. He's got ice all over his. Or That's his, not good. His, you hate to see that. Yeah, you know? his shoe and socks are off. He's got ice on his foot. The trainer's down there with him. The I'm leading, de definitely not expecting back this first half. The leading tackler for the Irish currently on the bench, injured. So first and ten off the roughing the kicker call. Moves the ball up, Craig, to what, the 33-yard line. So here is Zion Brown, the back, behind Duke. Here's the snap. Play action fake downfield, and they tried to hit that with Lala earlier flag. in the ball game. Pass is incomplete, intended for Dismuke, but a penalty marker down. It was defended by number 21 for the Irish, Victor Singleton, Jr., he was the one that was wanting well, the flag on the here, on the punt. Here's the problem: they pushed him out of bounds. So right, that's a t you know the ref almost has to throw that flag. So I would say that's a good call. Yeah, but yeah, he was he was the one on the punt that was throwing his hands up, wanting the ref to throw a flag before the ball even landed. And it turns out there was a penalty. It was just on his team. So six penalties now for 48 yards for Toledo Central Catholic, and we're still in the first quarter, folks. If you're just joining us, Mansfield Senior leads Toledo Central Catholic, the defending state champions, 10-6. to The Tigers will have the football off of back-to-back -back penalties here up to the 48-yard line. Yeah, if you're the Tigers, you've got to get points here. You've got to make them pay for all these mistakes. First and 10 from the 48. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the back, has room to run. Zion Brown powers his way into enemy territory down to the 49. So it's about a gain of three yards on the play for Zion Brown. That will be probably the last play of the first quarter. If you're Chokey Bradley, you got to let this run down here. Yeah, I wouldn't really be in any hurry to, to run. And it doesn't look like they're bringing the offense over. Well, folks, if you're just joining us, Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, it's a great game here. We're in for a treat this evening. Don't go anywhere. Mansfield Sr. up on the defending state champion, Toledo Central Catholic. End of one. Mansfield Sr. 10, Toledo Central Catholic 6. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lala Owens. You're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. 
Start of the second quarter here at Bishop Stadium in Clyde, Ohio. Regional semifinal action, Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. Thanks for joining us this evening. If you're just joining us, Craig, well, you've missed a lot. A very wild first quarter, and some would say quite surprising, but not if you're a Mansfield Senior High T.Y. Tiger. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Tigers coming out, scored on, uh, you know, on, the, on the first offensive series, get the turnover, <laughs> score again. Toledo... Central Catholic scored on the Tiger turnover, mm -hmm. but here you have the Tigers with the help of a couple penalties at midfield. You know, they have got to make the Irish pay here. Penalties and Jayante O'Brien fumbling that ball. It's 17 to zero, so Tigers have the ball. Second and seven, here's the snap. And quarterback keep, here's Duke. Duke tries to carve his way, slide through the guards. Carves his way up for about a three-yard gain. It's going to set up third and five upcoming. Yeah, Duke Reese actually showing some power there. He faked the jet sweep to uh, Mar the Star and took it right up there, as you said, right up right up behind the guard. But uh, Toledo Central Catholic, man, they've got some beef and some speed up there up front, Some uh, actually beef and strength. And uh, they were able to shut that down, and he let, was able to power his way for a couple more yards. Third and four is the call from the Irish 46-yard line. Duke Reese out of the pistol set. Brown is behind the quarterback. Two on the far, one on the near. Two. Here's Duke. Third and four. Here's the snap. Throws over the middle. Incomplete. A little high and wide intended for Lala Owens. It's third down, or excuse me, it's fourth and four upcoming. Yeah, that, that was there. Just Duke had a little too much mustard on it. Just just missed Lala, that's unfortunate because it, it was there. And uh, if that pass would have been complete, who knows how far Lala would have went because we know how fast Lala is and how strong he is. And he had the position on the defender to, uh, you know, grab that slant and get, maybe go all the way. Quinton DeBolt, last time he punted the football, the Irish uh, went after the kick, and it was a roughing the kicker call. I'm going to be uh, make a prediction here that they're not going to go after this one. And they kind of do, but it's still a great tie over end kick. Caught at the 12-yard line. Here's Green, 20, and he is brought down immediately at the 21. A hard lick there. Big hit for the Tigers. Sets up first and 10 from the 21-yard line. Yeah, Mo Bradley just basically did his best uh, JBL impression from the WWE and just hit him with the clothesline from hell, just completely took him down, almost took him out of his shoes. 11.03 to play, first half. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call. Irish have the football at the 26-yard line. Or, correction, I'm sorry, 21-yard line. Exciting action here, regional semifinals. So first and 10. 10 to 6 is the Mansfield lead for over the Irish. Here's Collins out of the gun, back to pass. Under pressure, running for his life. He's going to be sacked in the backfield by Lala Owens. Brings him down for the sack, and the Tiger defense makes a statement, Craig, on first down. They sure do. Uh, Collins was back there, and he's trying to go to Watson. Fantastic coverage on Watson. He had to pump and pump, and then he tried to take off, and there was Lala and just swallowed him up whole, took him down for a big loss. Two-yard loss on the sack, moves the ball back to the 12-yard line. Or, excuse me, the 19. So it's second and 12. Here's the snap, throws, and hands it off to Morgan. Morgan has a little room to run, spins. Across the 20, up to about the 25-yard line, and the pile dies there. It's getting really chippy here, though, Craig. Yeah, well, I think the refs could help out by calling these plays dead a little sooner. 
it was clear, and now now Collins is down hurt. Is that Collins? Yes. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's the uh, running sorry. back, Morgan. Uh, Morgan. Tyler Morgan has the lone touchdown in this ball game for the Irish. But, I mean, he was stopped, and that, that play, they let that play go probably another five to ten seconds. And now, for some reason, the coach over there to, from Toledo Central Catholic, he's looking at Coach Bradley and pointing at the ground like yelling. Getting really chippy out here here at uh, Bishop Stadium. 10.07 to play here in the second quarter. Mansfield Senior clinging to a 10-6 lead over the defending state champions. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break for the injury timeout. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on the lights. We switch TV channels. Some of us switch partners while square dancing. Well, that's a stretch, but what's not a stretch is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, State Farm agent Gary Fagan here in Mansfield can switch you over so you can start saving today. Gary and his team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With State Farm agent Gary Fagan, it's easy to switch and save. Just give him a call. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is Jayante O'Brien, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Off the injury timeout, Tyler Morgan is the injured Irishman down on the field. He's being helped off the field, and now that is big. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, and Craig, that is big. Losing one of your uh, big running backs, both of these guys, Morgan and Braswell, rushing for over 1,000 yards this year. Yeah, yeah. the good news is is uh, he was actually able to put some weight on that and wasn't uh, quite as bad as the previous injury. It will set up third and seven for the Irish offense. Collins is the quarterback. Braswell in at running back now on the left hip. From the 24-yard line, here's the snap. Back to pass. Throws near side. It's caught by Watson, and Jayante O'Brien is there to bring him down. It's fourth down at the 30-yard line. Jayante smothered the receiver. He gave up the reception, but he did not give up the first down, Craig. Yeah, well, when, you got, when you're dealing with a guy like Watson, you have to be very cognizant Ooh. of his speed. Greg Dempsey, is he thinking about going for this here? Fourth and one. Uh, it sure looks like it. And, yes, and Tigers get, better get ready here. Fourth and one. See if Chokey calls a timeout. This is a big play here. I would call a timeout, yeah, he and like he, he will. Yeah. Chokey does call a timeout on the far sideline. We're going to take another break. 9.20 to play here in the first half. 10-6, Mansfield over the Irish. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson uh, getting a chance to catch our breath here yeah. in Clyde. It's been a wild regional semifinal to start this game, Craig. Absolutely. It's been, it's been hard-hitting. It's been physical. There's been swings of momentum both ways. Uh, it's been a great football game so far. Very chippy as well. Yeah, I, I want to give a shout-out to uh, the, the Tiger fans because, mm -hmm. you know, it was like an hour and 20-minute drive up here, and I'm looking across the way, and those stands Pretty are – Pretty good showing. You know. Two-thirds to three-quarters full, man. And well, they've been deprived of Tiger football for two weeks, so yeah. they got to get it in here. 
Fourth and one. Irish going for it. Here's the snap. Braswell with the running back. Has the football and the first down across the 30 up to the 33. And Coach Dempsey rolling the dice, Craig, on fourth and one. It pays off for the Irish. That could have been absolutely disastrous, but he's doing what he's doing what got him to the dance. He's leaning on that big, heavy offensive line. All they needed was a yard. So I'm not going to lie. You know, you're struggling early on here. You're going for it on fourth and one. I love that play call by Greg Dempsey. Yeah, especially given that offensive line and your running back. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson here. 8.56 to play here in the second quarter. Senior high up four. Here's the snap. Collins back to pass under pressure. Running for his life. He tries to turn the corner. 35. Dives towards the 40, and he's going to be brought down around the 39-yard line. So it's about a seven-yard gain on first down. Yeah, he was able to scramble there, but he got, he got some pressure right away. And, again, great, great coverage by the Tiger defensive backs. He had nowhere to throw the ball, and he started having to run for his life there. So it's going to be second and five. They'll spot it at the 38-yard line. Collins out of the shotgun. Braswell on his right hip. Here's the snap. Screen near side. Watson, Watson, 40, has room to run. 50, 45, 40. He could go. 30, 20, and he does go. And just like that, the Irish have the lead with 8.06 to play in the second quarter. Well, when you got a kid like Watson, you know he could be explosive. And it was just a quick uh, quick screen pass out there. And all it took was one block. Jonte O'Brien was flying up to make the tackle. And the guy come out and got just a little tiny piece of him, which gave that little crease for Watson to go all the way for 62 yards. Three plays ago, the Tigers had the Irish fourth and one. They went for it. And three plays later, 62-yard touchdown pass from Terry Collins to Jalen Watson, and the reason why this kid is going to Iowa is the PAT is up and it is good. 8.06 to play, and it is a Irish 13-10 lead over the Tigers. You're listening to GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lala Owens. You're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. 62-yard touchdown pass from Terry Collins to Jalen Watson. With 8.06 to play in the second quarter, the Irish propelled to the lead 13-10 over the Tigers. Excuse me, Nick Michaels and Craig Jackson. Craig, what an explosive play by the Irish to really change this momentum of this game. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, when you got when you got a guy the caliber of Watson, it doesn't take much, and that's literally all it was, was just a crease, just, I mean, just a tiniest little bit of a block. And I wouldn't even call it a block. Just got in the way, and that was enough for Watson to bust it for 62. So here's Hernandez to tee things off, kick it off. And it's caught about the 15. Dismuke throws a backwards lateral wide open. Giante catches it. 20, turns the corner. He's to the 30, pushed out of bounds. And I have to say, Craig, my heart stopped for a second. That was dangerous. Giante was wide open on the far sideline. But if Giante doesn't catch that and he almost dropped it, it could have been disastrous. Absolutely. But, hey, you're, you're to the point in the season and you're playing the number oh. one team in the state. Sometimes you just maybe you have to pull out all the stops, and maybe that was one of them. Both coaches in a chess match here tonight. Greg Dempsey versus Chokey Bradley, two legendary coaches for both respected programs. Going back and forth here 
at Bishop Stadium in Clyde, Ohio. Tigers trying to answer the Toledo Central Catholic score. They trail 13 to 10 to the defending state champions with 7.58 to play until the intermission. First and 10 for Duke Reese in the offense, trying to get some movement here. Petty is the back behind him, first and 10 from the 30. Here's the snap, hands it, hands it to the running back. Petty spins and dives, barely gets back to the line of scrimmage. That was Cannings again. I was bringing up his name quite a bit earlier, and again, he just blows up the play. I mean, as soon as the ball was snapped there, that's not speed that we're seeing that's getting him that penetration. That's just pure strength. He's just jacking the lineman up and out right out of his way, and uh, he's starting to create some, uh, some havoc there for the Tigers. Second and 10 is the call from the 31-yard line. Mansfield Sr. Petty on the left hip. Here's a snap. Duke back to pass. Throws a slant to Amar. Amar 35. Lost the ball. Picked up by a Giante. Giante is there to back up his teammate. He brought down around the 35-yard line. And again, my heart stops. Another beat there, Craig. As Mansfield Sr. Giante O'Brien saves the day once again. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, Amar did fumble the ball. Giante picked it up, was able to forward it from where he was at but it's actually moves back. it back with the fumble moves it back to the 34 sets up third and eight from the 34 yard line of Mansfield Tigers had the football big third down here earlier in the ball game Duke Reese scored on a 45 yard touchdown run on third and eight we'll see what they do empty backfield set here for the Tigers look like one of the Irish jumped here's the snap back to pass throws over the middle incomplete to the feet of Deontay O'Brien he can't hit number seven in stride, and it's going to be a three and out, and it's going to be fourth down for the Tigers. Yeah, unfortunately, the ball was a tiny bit low, and I have to wonder if the uh, uh, defender coming in off the blitz that looked like he was offsides, if that didn't throw the timing of Duke Reese off just a little bit, because I was like you. I could have swore he was offsides by a good step, but flag stayed in the pocket of the ref, and unfortunately, the Tigers have to punt back to the Irish. So here comes the punt for DeBolt. <clears throat> His third punt and gets it off. Solid punt and it travels with the Tiger bounce. 35, 30, 25 and it's picked up. And here are the Irish, number five on the return. That is Marvin Greenlee up to about the 39-yard line. First and 10 for the Irish upcoming. Yeah, Greenlee's a dangerous returner. He's got definitely got some speed, but I think the thing that helps him out is the guys up front are doing such a great job at blocking. Yeah, that's one thing you got to give uh, Toledo Central Catholic some credit for is on these special teams. They do a great job at blocking for these punt returns. They'll spot the ball just past the 39, close to the 40. So I think we're going to mark it at the 40. First and 10 for the Irish. As it was 10 to 0 to start this game, 13 unanswered points for the Irish. Here's Collins out of the shotgun, back behind him. Here's the snap, hands it off to Braswell. Braswell up the middle, short gain, dives up to about the 43-yard line. So short gain on first down. Just a simple dive play. The Tigers read it fairly well, but even when you're reading something well against this huge offensive line, you're just inevitably going to give up some yardage there. And unfortunately, I mean, I don't know with the weight disparity between the two teams if you're going to stop that at three yards a pop. Braswell off the right hip of Collins. Three receivers in the pattern. Watson 
They got it. Here's the snap, hands it out to Braswell. Tries to turn the corner on the near side, and the Tigers defend it well, Craig, and I think it's going to be a loss of one back to the 42-yard line. Well, it was a jet sweep. They used Braswell as a lead blocker, but Lala Owens wasn't having anything to do with it. He slipped past his blocker and completely swallowed uh, Watson up in the backfield, and that might be the only way the Tigers are going to get a negative running play against this huge... Fighting Irish offensive line. Well, tonight Braswell has 44 yards on the ground. 58 total for this Irish running attack. Third and eight from the 43-yard line. Collins out of the shotgun. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Has time to throw. Looks, fires downfield deep into triple coverage, and he still hit his man. Are you kidding me? Triple coverage, and it is complete to number 10, Lavelle Stokes, all the way inside of the 25-yard line, and the Irish are going quick. Yeah, you can't throw a ball any better than that. That was as perfect as perfect could get. And as you said, it was triple coverage, and he just dropped it right into the breadbasket there. So that's going to move the ball down to actually inside of the 20, down to the 18-yard line. Trying to see around this post here. Here's the snap. Collins hands it off to the running back, Broswell. Broswell runs forward, pushing the pile, and it looks like the trenches are being won at the moment by the Irish as they move the ball all the way down to about the 11-yard line. Big run on first down. It's about a gain of five. <clears throat> so penalty is on the field here. We'll check it. Try to see what the penalty is. I guess they waved it off. I, they did wave the flag off. Second and seven. Here's the snap. Collins hands it off to Broswell. Broswell powers his way inside of the 10, down to about the seven. And I think he has, no, he's just short, about a yard of the first down. It's going to set up third and one. So going quick here, Collins hands it off to Broswell, and he's going to run into the end zone right ahead. Perfect blocking up front, Craig. And just like that, Central Catholic adds to their lead. Makes it 19-10 over the Tigers with 3.51 to play here in the first half. That's just a simple dive play, just kind of between the guard and the center there. And as you said, the trenches look like they're being won uh, by this offensive line by the Fighting Irish, which, again, I can't stress how massive these guys are. These aren't high school kids. They're really actually college kids playing high school ball. So here's the PAT by the Irish. Hernandez, the kick is up, and this one is good. 3.51 to play until halftime here. It is, it is Toledo Central Catholic now with a 20-10 lead over Mansell Senior. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. Off the scoring drive by the Irish, capped off by a seven-yard touchdown run by Marquand Broswell. 3.51 to play in the second quarter. Toledo Central Catholic 20, 
And Mansell Senior 10 now. The Tigers, Craig, trying to desperately get back into this game. You cannot let this game get out of control here, especially so close to halftime. Exactly, Nick. Uh, you got to do something with this offensive possession. The last several have not gone very well. So Hernandez kick near side, and Tigers pick it up. Nate Dismuke, 12-yard line. Spins, turns the corner near side, 20, and he is hit and licked at the 25. Nasty hit, and Dismuke is really upset. It's getting chippy. A lot of pushing and shoving on the, far, on the near side. And these refs, Craig, have to get this game under control. And I have to say, they are letting him play, but to the point where it could get ugly. Yeah, they absolutely are. And I'm actually very surprised that they didn't throw a flag on that because the Toledo Central Catholic player literally launched himself and went airborne. And that was uh, looked to be a complete helmet-to-helmet spearing-type job on Dismuke. There's no wonder he was upset. So first and 10 for the Tigers at their own 25-yard line. 3.45 to play until halftime. Duke Reese in the offense, desperately needing some points on this drive. On a night where running the football, nine carries, 50 yards. Most of that, though, on the Duke Reese touchdown run earlier in the first quarter. Empty backfield set. They're going to go five wide, three on the far. Here's the snap. Penalty marker is down. And the officials didn't like the movement up front, I guess. So it's delay a, a delay game, game. Oh, on man. the Tigers. Play clock running low. Duke's got to keep an eye on that clock. That is not. That is definitely not a penalty you should be getting off of a kickoff. That that that's a killer of everything that's happened tonight. That that's that's an absolute killer because that's a complete and total mental mistake by the Tigers. So Mansfield senior, first and fifteen. Now move the ball back five yards. Duke Reese five wide. Under pressure, running for his life. He's going to be sacked inside of the 15-yard line. And As Michael Cannings. Cannings again. He is having a ball game tonight. Yeah, I was. I've been. I had my eye on him. Last play, he was lined up at defensive end. This play, he was lined up at tackle, and he literally went unblocked between the guard and the tackle. I don't know what happened there. Complete miscommunication. It was like one guy thought the other guy had it, and he just blew up through there. And uh, Duke just never had a chance. And now, my gosh, it's it's second and 20. second and twenty-two from their own twelve-yard line. Duke Reese, empty backfield set. As he, excuse me, there's a running back behind him that's Petty. Two receivers on the far, one on the near. Here's the snap, hands it off, and no, he'll keep it on the fake. Nice fake. He powers his way back up, close to the twenty, and he will get to the twenty-yard line. So Duke Reese on the carry. And the Irish call timeout. It's going to set up third and long for the Tigers. We'll keep it here. 2.51 to play here in the second quarter, Craig. And boy, has the momentum changed quickly and violently, I would say. In this yeah, game. absolutely. And that, I mean, that's a great timeout there by Toledo Central Catholic. You know, you got third and a country mile for the Tigers. You got to make them not run more time off the clock so you can get the ball back. That's what you're hoping anyways. You know, and if you're the Tigers, you know, you did that run, that quarterback run, which worked so good earlier, but they had a spy on Duke that time. I'll, I'll keep my eye on that to see if they keep that spy on him the rest of the game or if that was just a one-time thing. But between Cannings just creating all sorts of havoc up on the offensive or up along the line of scrimmage and them having a spy on Duke Reese and him not having the time to set his feet and get good solid throws in, 
the Fighting Irish have really shut down this Tigers offense, which at the beginning of the game almost looked unstoppable. Third and 15 from their own 20-yard line. Tigers pin back deep. Four wide set, two on the far, two on the near. Empty backfield for Duke. Here's the snap, back to pass. Under pressure, running for his life. Goes near sideline. Flag is down, and it's incomplete. Thrown down about the 43. Almost intercepted. Trying to make a diving catch was Greenlee. And penalty marker is going to be down, and it's going to be holding on the Tigers. Yeah, and it, it was. Uh, I didn't see the Tiger guy who did it, but it was whoever was trying to block Cannings. That kid is just creating. Uh, he's just being a, a, a terror up there along the line of scrimmage. And right now, if you're the Tigers, I think when you go into halftime, the number one thing you got to figure out is what do we do uh, uh, to Michael Cannings in the second half? Because right now, he's he's the absolute difference maker. They're going to have to double him, but then the problem is you leave someone in. So you're going to have to bring Lala in the block. You're going to have to bring in help. That is one thing for sure. We'll see what kind of adjustments Coach Bradley can make here, but... The defense has to be able to hold. That's the other problem is Central Catholic is fighting their groove on offense here. Here's the punt by DeBolt. Gets a Tiger bounce inside of the 40. Down to the 39-yard line. First and 10 for Toledo Central Catholic. But at what point does the offense get so exhausted that they cannot maintain this attack by the Irish? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you you got Cannings creating off uh, – just havoc on the line of scrimmage from the Central Catholic defense. And then you have this huge Central Catholic offensive line just starting to wear on the Tiger defense, and it's physical pound, pound, pound. And then you have Collins throwing these surgical strikes to these receivers. If you're just joining us, Toledo Central Catholic 20, Mansfield Senior 10. The Irish have 20 unanswered points here in the first half. Here's the snap. Collins back to pass. Irish have the ball running for his life. Penalty marker down. He's going to run. He's going to be brought down around the 41-yard line. Mo Bradley Jr. on the stop. It's going to be holding on the Tigers. Wow. I didn't see a hold at all. If anything, I thought it was going to be on number 78, Craig, but wow. Well, they're calling they're calling it out here, I believe, on Giante O'Brien, him, try, him trying to cover Watson. Well, the officials look rather confused here, but they will call it against the Tigers. So they're going to call that on number 16 for the Tigers. That's McGinty. McGinty, yeah. Hmm. I thought, I thought it was going to be on, on O'Brien, but it doesn't matter. It was defensive holding, which is a five yards but an automatic first down. So Moves the ball to the 50-yard line. So ball at midfield, Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call. 20 to 10 is the Irish lead over the Tigers as we are 2-10 away from halftime. 20 unanswered points by the Irish Collins, first and 10 for midfield. Here's the snap, back to pass, under pressure. Now he looks, rolls to the outside, he'll run with it, and he's going to dive for about five-yard gain down to the 45 of Mansfield Sr., the patience by Collins, and he's able to at least carve up five yards on first down. Yeah, that was a shoestring tackle by Mo Bradley, and I'm not saying Collins would have scored there, but he would have got a heck of a lot more yardage if uh, Mo hadn't made that tackle. And you got the Fighting Irish taking another timeout, second and five, trying to trying to come up with the game plan. And if you're 
Coach Bradley, right now you're trying to rally your defense. You got a minute 55 to go till halftime, and right now you're just kind of trying to catch your breath and, and, and hang on for dear life because if you give up another score now, that's going to be an awful huge task to try and get back in this game in the second half, regardless of the uh, adjustments you make. The point is holding on, as you just said, not giving up any more points, trying to get to the halftime break to make those adjustments, and you do not want to go down three possessions. That is correct. And 155 to play until halftime. It is going to be second and five off the five-yard Collins run. As the Irish trot onto the field. Collins is the running back, or excuse me, the quarterback. The running back is Marquan Braswell, who has a touchdown in this ballgame. Their other running back, Tyler Morgan, exited the game with an injury earlier in this quarter. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Under pressure. Rolls to the inside. He's going to run. 45 to the 40. Has the first down. Runs out of bounds on the near sideline inside of the 35-yard line around the 33. First and 10 for the Irish. Yeah, Collins actually showing more more speed than I thought he had there because he actually didn't necessarily run away from Mo Bradley, but he didn't allow Mo Bradley to gain any any yardage on him, and he picked up a huge swath of yardage or huge swath of land there on that run, and most importantly for the Irish, he got out of bounds. So it's first and 10 from the 34-yard line. Collins out of the shotgun. Here's the snap, throws the screen near side. That's Watson. He's brought down immediately by Jayante O'Brien at the 35. And I think it might be a loss. No, they're going to call no gain on the play. Second and 10. What a play there by Jay to take away the screen. Yeah, that was the exact same play. They scored that long touchdown pass on. And then as you said, Jayante wasn't having any of that block. He didn't even give him a chance to get a finger on him. Got out there and made that tackle. Great play. So here's the snap, second and nine. Collins under pressure, rolls to the far side, finds a wide open receiver middle of the field. 15 yards, he's going to score, but back. there is a penalty marker down. That is going to be it's on It's going to be a blindside block. As Sherard Vaughn, his touchdown reception of 34 yards will be negated with the penalty there with the obvious blindside block. That's a good call by the official. Preston Frizzell's trying to plead his case, but I don't know what he's trying to plead. That no, was a, there's no way. That was about as obvious that, as you can Yes, get. that was so obvious, you and I could have called that one. So a killer for Vaughn and the Irish negating their touchdown, and Tigers catch a break here. Yeah, they sure did because... Uh, with 109 to play until halftime. Because Vaughn had, had leaked out there, and, and Tigers lost him in coverage, and he was absolutely wide open by a good 10 yards in the middle of the field. If you're just joining us, Central Catholic with a 20-10 lead, and they have the football in Tiger territory at the 25-yard line. This game was 10-0 in the first quarter. So 20 unanswered. Irish trying to get some points before the break. Here's the snap. Collins hands it off to Broswell. Broswell, no, sorry, his quarterback fooled us. Nice fake there. He's going to keep it, and he'll run inside of the 20-yard line and dive, and he has the first down. Just As a read option, and here come the Irish going turbo speed yep, again. Here's the tempo. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Broswell. Broswell powers his way through the offensive line, and he dives inside of the 10 as they're just wearing out this Tiger defense here. And Mo Bradley, you hate to see that, is down on the ground for the Tigers under a minute to play. They'll stop the clock at 47 seconds. 
and hopefully it's not serious and Moe's able to come back in as he is up immediately and he is quickly limping off the field. Let's hope that he just rolled something and he'll be back here in a couple of plays. Yeah, yeah. if you're the Tigers, you don't like to see that, but the good news is he was able to put weight on it. He was able to get off the field on his own power. So here we go. It's going to be second and one from the seven-yard line. Out of the shotgun, here's the quarterback, Collins, from the Mansfield seven-yard line. Collins, Irish trying to score. He's going to keep it. And Collins dives inside of the five. Penalty marker is down. It's going to be a hold on the Irish. So it will be a hold on the Irish. So penalties have been the only really down part of this game for the Irish now. Let's see how many penalties they have. Craig, this is going to be their eighth penalty of the ball game. Yeah, that was, a, a, again, I, we've said it before, but the, the Tigers need to take advantage of these mistakes that the Irish are, are, are taking here or making here. You know, that would have put them down first and goal. Now they're back to second and eight, and the Tiger defense needs to step up. Ball to 15-yard line, second and eight. Collins out of the pistol, Marquand behind him. Here's the snap, back to pass, has time. He's going to run. He was almost tripped up. He's still on his feet, spins. Lost Pulse. the ball! Fumble! Tigers jump on it! Are they going to give it to him? Penalty markers down. What a mess this is. No official call yet. Should be Tiger ball, though. That ball clearly out. I'm, I'm, I heard somebody say they think it's a face mask on the tackle on McGinty as he recovered the ball. So but. it is a fumble, and the Tigers will have it, but check the flag here. Oh, they're saying that so was a it's pass. Legal forward pass. Wow. I don't know. We need replay, Craig. I don't know about that. 20 seconds to play until halftime. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, 20 to 10, the Irish lead. And that is the ninth penalty well, on the defending state champion. If you're the Irish, that's actually a good penalty because you get to keep the ball. Saves the turnover, yes. Stay tuned for the halftime report brought to you by the Life Support team coming up. So one timeout remaining for the Irish is they're going to go four wide, three on the far, back on the right hip, and a timeout by Chokey Bradley. That's going to be their final timeout. 20 seconds to play. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Off the Mansfield timeout, Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson here from Bishop Stadium in Clyde, Ohio. 20 seconds to play until halftime, and Craig, the Tigers are just clinging and holding and, and hoping they can hold the Irish here before the break. <clears throat> Third and 14 from the Tiger 20-yard line, Irish had the football. Third and 14, penalties have plagued this drive by the Irish. As Collins out of the shotgun, Caldwell on his right hip. Here's the snap, back to pass. Under pressure, rolls to the outside. He's going to run with it now. He tries to turn the corner, 20, 15, 
to the 10. He has the first down out of bounds, and he is going to be licked on the far sideline. No flag at the moment. We'll see if they throw it. And it's first and goal with nine seconds to play. So they'll spot it at the five-yard line. First and goal for the Irish. 20 to 10 is the Central Catholic lead over Mansfield. Yeah, if you're the Fighting Irish, you uh, don't have to get in the end zone on this play because you have that timeout. Markel, Mar excuse me, Marquand Braswell, the back end for Terry Collins, and Coach Dempsey's going to use his final timeout. We'll keep so, it here. Nine seconds to play until halftime. So he he's didn't like what he saw, but this is an all-or-nothing play for the Fighting Irish. If they don't get in here, they're not going to have another play with only nine seconds left. So it's going to be a quick pass here, and then I think you attempt the the field goal. I will say, though, their kicking has been questionable. They're, they're not going to have to. shanked an extra point earlier. They're not going to. They're not going to. They're going end zone or nothing because you're at the five. I don't. You wouldn't go and get any closer for a field goal because you'd put yourself at a disadvantage with the angle. Well, Coach Jackson over here, I like your thinking, though, on that. It's a good analogy. But Nine seconds to play. I also am not real thrilled with the fact they used that timeout because with a timeout, you have two plays easy. But now you've limited yourself to one play, and it's all or nothing. So it is going to be first and goal, five-yard line, nine seconds to play. Collins is the quarterback out of the shotgun. Receiver in motion from left to right. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Looks. Looking still, he's going to run. He throws it through the back of the end zone, through the crossbar. Incomplete. Two seconds here left in the half, and we'll see what Coach Dempsey does here. I think you might be right. The angle on the far hash mark is so far off that uh, this kicker might be at a disadvantage. So it looks like they're going to, for the moment, stay on the field. Yeah, I'm, su I'm surprised they were able to save any time there because especially when he started – scrambling but I think he just he kids a senior so he's got the clock in his head he knew to throw it away to try and save some time here we go second and goal two seconds remain Collins out of the shotgun Watson in motion right to left here's a snap hands it off it's Watson Watson looking for a flea flicker he's under pressure he's gonna run into the end zone and on the last play of the first half Watson is bailed out and he scores and the Irish get some points and that is a killer Craig it it is 26 to 10 here. Absolutely. They tried the old Philly special. They hung it, handed it off to the running back. He flipped it back to Watson. Watson was going for Collins, but it was well covered. But Watson's athletic ability and speed, he was able just out outrun everybody and got into the end zone. So the PAT by the Irish is up, and it is good. And we head to the half. It is Irish 27, Tigers 10. A second half rally upcoming for the Tigers. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have the life support halftime. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. 
Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Ah Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Ah Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ah Tea's is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-07. The Electric of Ohio. 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this, my actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this, my actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Coach Bradley. And you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Welcome back to Bishop Stadium. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. It is halftime where Toledo Central Catholic leads Mansfield Senior 27-10. to 10. Well, Craig, first half, 
27 unanswered points for the Irish. The, the difference maker, Mansfield Sr., they have to do something to stop the bleeding here in the second half. Yes, absolutely they do. It's It's been a tale of two momentum swings, really, because you had the Tigers the first part of that first quarter really kind of dominate because outside the, the fumble by Giante, that should have been six points for the Tigers, and he fumbled, set the uh, Irish up at great field position, and that kind of be kind of seemed to be where the momentum swung in favor of the Irish. And the Tigers have been on their heels ever since. You've got this big offensive line, which is just pounding the ball, and you got the quarterback making pinpoint throws. And even when the Tigers are getting pressure, which they are, he's just had the uh, excuse me the athleticism to to make plays. And then on the offensive side of the ball, if you're the Tigers, you got to figure out what to do with with uh, Cannings, he, he's yes. just totally dominating this game, and like every and the thing is, is you can't sit there and scheme as you know. Okay, he's the defensive end because they're moving him everywhere, everywhere on that defensive line. I've seen him play every position along that defensive line. I think I even saw him stand up in a linebacker type position on one play, and he's just going in there and he's just blowing up, blowing up the plays. And you had a couple plays where like the Tigers missed the blocking assignment, and he just went completely uncontested and was able to make plays. You cannot have a guy that's having that kind of night and not lay a finger on him. And these are adjustments that Coach Bradley's going to have to make at halftime. You know, and if you're Coach Bradley, you could just be like, hey, look, man, we, we, we could have been up 17 nothing. They, they couldn't stop us, and we were stopping them. There's no reason we can't get back to that. And, you know, they scored 27 points in a row. We could do it just as easy because we were doing it until we let them back in the game. I would agree with that assessment, and I'll be interesting. I'll be interested to see what kind of adjustments Coach Bradley makes. Um, it's they're letting the pass rush of Toledo Central Catholic really get to them, and you know the question is how do you counteract that? I mean, how do you adjust to that? Well, like I said, it, it's it's almost exclusively. I don't want to say completely, but almost exclusively been Cannings. And like I said, the thing is, is they keep moving him around. So it's not like you would say, okay, we're going to double team him out here with the tight end because, well, next thing you know, he's not on the right side. He's on the left side, and he's at the defensive tackle spot. So you're going to have to change everything on the offensive line just to block this one guy because they move him around so much. Other than that, I mean, if you can contain him, I think this offense has a pretty good – pretty good shot of, of moving the ball but right now he's just wrecking everything when you look at the stats what kind of points out to you the most Craig what points out to me the most is the fact that uh, the, the Irish have committed eight penalties for 68 yards and the Tigers haven't made them pay for it and that's that's been you know kind of the disheartening thing because when you're going up against a team like this you need to make them pay for their mistakes. And so far, the Tigers really haven't, haven't done that. You know, and you gave up the big, the big play to Watson on the big pass. You had to know at least one of those was coming. I mean, the kid's going to Iowa for, the re- for a reason. The thing is, Watson, is, yes. Yeah, the thing is, is, I mean, we were talking to the guys from Central Catholic earlier. They said he's going to Iowa to be a DB, and he's not even a DB on the field. You look at what he's doing as a receiver, and you're like, Shouldn't Iowa be bringing him in as a receiver? Because <laughs> they can't score any points. It's it's amazing, and the question is, can the Tigers survive this storm and adjust? We shall see. Uh, real quick, 
<clears throat> the scoring plays. Would you like to run down the scoring plays? My my voice is going. <laughs> scoring plays. I'm trying to find them on the sheet here. Oh yes, you had uh, Duke you. Reese with the big the big uh, run there in the in the first quarter, 45 yards. The Debolt kick made it seven nothing. Then you had uh, Morgan from Toledo Central Catholic with the four yard run, but they missed the extra point. Then you had Watson with the 68-yard pass. That was that was the screen pass that Giante O'Brien just barely missed the tackle on, and that just showed you what a great athlete Watson was because just that little tiny crevice, and he was able to go the rest of the way. Then you had Braswell with the seven-yard run, Williams with the kick at 351 left to go in the first half, and then you had that heartbreaker there, which is something you can't let the Tigers – if you're the Tigers, you can't let that carry over. <clears throat> But no time left on the clock. They were trying to run a Philly special. And uh, Watson was trying to throw it back to Collins. But the coverage was great. And the pressure got to him. But he used his athleticism and speed and was able to outrun the Tiger defense. Got into the end zone. And Williams got the kick. Brings us to a 27-10 halftime score. And real quick, a stat of the night for John Davis. Second quarter total yards, Craig. How about this? Uh, Central Catholic, 214. The Tigers with five. Oh, that is the tail of the tape right yeah. there. It was 10 to 6 at the end of one, 10 to 0, as Craig mentioned, that Jayante O'Brien fumble really caused the downfall, unfortunately. But the question is can the Tigers bounce back? And we have seen them battle through adversity all season long. They're playing the defending state champs. I would love to be in that locker room. I want to hear what Chucky Bradley's saying to his kids right now. Absolutely. We know if anybody can uh, rally the it, troops, rally the troops and make adjustments, it's him. And like I said, he's got to be sitting there telling him, look, you know, you can't take back that fumble, but if it wasn't for that fumble, it's 17 nothing. You know, if we could block up front, we know we can move the ball. You know, they prove that. And it's just all about blocking up front. And, you know, and then defensively, you know, you gave up. You really gave – I mean, I know there's 27 points on the, on the board, but you really just gave up one big play. You know, I understand that that big offensive line was wearing you down there towards the end of the second half, but, man, I, you're just – I feel like they're like – you know, you can't, guys can't see my fingers, but they're really close together. I just feel they're like this close to, to, to really being, you know, within a, within a score, if not less, in, in this game. Let's take a look at the BP Electric scoreboard brought to you by VSPRadio.com. Third quarter score, Dalton 26, St. Paul 14. You have Garraway all over, Northmore 42-0 at the intermission. And Glenville taking it to the Shelby Whippets, 35-7 at the break. Danville, there you go, 14-8 leading Louisville. <laughs> John Davis in the background. And Perkins Pirates 24, West Holmes 21. That is at the break. We're going to go ahead and take a break. I need a few minutes to rest my voice. And when we come back, we'll have college football talk. I think it's going to be mostly Craig tonight, but we'll have it for you. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget. But the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 
419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 230 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Ah Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Ah Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ah Tea's is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent. It's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Coach Bradley. And you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Welcome back to Bishop Stadium here in Clyde, Ohio. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, about six minutes until the start of the third quarter, which means, Craig, it is time for you and I to talk some college football. Not too many big matchups this week, but there are a couple of big ones, and I know the one in Happy Valley I'm very interested in tomorrow. 
Whoops, <laughs> sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, I'm going to start off. You know, we usually save Ohio State for the la the last game to talk about, but they're playing Michigan State, and and to be honest, Michigan State has actually played better than I thought they would going into this season, losing Mel Tucker and all that, but they're not terribly good. I expect Ohio State to win this one. Uh, I would say pretty handily, but you never know. Michigan State sometimes gives them a lot of trouble. But, you know, and for whatever reason, that's the primetime game for the Big Ten. Um, one of the more interesting games to me is uh, Old Miss going to Georgia. Old Miss ranked number 10. And, uh, you know, the question is, is this the Old Miss team that's dominated everybody but Alabama? Or is this going to be the Old Miss team that showed up at Alabama and turned around and got their tail kicked? I tell you what, Craig, if this is the Old Miss team that played LSU, watch out. I think we could have a great football game on our hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm also, this might be the one I watch at 3.30. I don't know. Is uh, the uh, uh, Florida State Seminoles and the Miami Hurricanes. Not because Miami's all that good. They're definitely underperforming for the talent they have. And I think Mario Cristobal's kind of finding out what Scott Frost went through at Nebraska because everybody thought him coming back, it was going to be, oh, he's the savior of our program, blah, 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 blah. It really hasn't worked out. And obviously Florida State ranked number four, one of the better or uh, teams in the country. But that is a big-time rivalry. I, and I would not put it, put it past the Hurricanes to win that game. I would agree. A lot of people expected him right out of the gate to kind of bounce back, kind of like the Texas's backfield with Steve Sarkeesian. That hasn't happened yet, so this is a really big, important game for Coach Cristobal. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, that might be the 3:30 one I watch. Can I interject real quick? Going back to the Ohio State game, I just showed you the article. That's what I was talking to you about earlier. Harlan Burnett, the uh, interim head coach for Michigan State, said Ohio State is beatable. I don't know. I understand. I love the confidence, but you're going into the horseshoe at night and for a gray out. Ohio State, they're trying to fine-tune some things, getting ready for the Wolverines in a couple of weeks. I think the last thing you want to do is add a little fuel to the fire and some bulletin board material. Well, I mean, he's not entirely wrong. Ohio State is beatable if you're Penn State or Michigan. Uh, I don't think they're beatable if you're Michigan State with an interim head coach. So, you know, if he was, a, he was an analyst or – just some fool on a on a, on the radio like I am. Yeah, you could say things like that, but <laughs> but when you're the opposing coach, probably not the best idea. No, I just wanted to get your raw yeah. reaction from. Yeah, that. I mean, I kind of agree with you. I like the confidence. You got to do anything you can to inspire your team in the situation they're in. But I also agree with you that that yeah. if they go out and get shut out again like they did against Michigan, then uh, maybe uh, tone it down a little bit. Yeah. The other 3.30 game I'm interested in tomorrow is Utah on the road at, at Washington. Yes. Um, you know, Utah is a big physical team, but they're so beat up. They've had their leading rusher the last month or so has actually been their uh, strong safety. That's how beat up they are. And, uh, you know, they're on their uh, second string quarterback, third string quarterback, you know. And Washington, number five team in the country, but – Defensively, they're a little, eh, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, so we'll see. Uh, and then, I mean, there's well, Craig, if I could real quick, you would think if you're uh, Winningham, you got embarrassed by Oregon a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. so you know that they're that's got to be feeling in the back of their mind too. So I think Utah's going to come out, and it's going to be a better football game than the Oregon yeah. game. 
I do agree, though. I think Washington's the better football team. Yeah, I agree. I do think it's going to be a much better game than the Oregon game was. Uh, but that, that I don't know, that might be the other 330 game. Maybe I'll flip them back and forth. You got Tennessee-Missouri, which could be could be could. a big game in the SEC East if Georgia were to stumble at some point in time. But We are running thin on time, so okay. uh, and let, of yeah, course, let's go to the Wolverines. Yes, the, the, the uh, Wolverines going to Happy Valley as they were on the plane going over to Pennsylvania to play the Nittany Lions. Word came down from the Big Ten that uh, Coach Jim Harbaugh is suspended from the sidelines for the rest of the year. He'll still be able to run practices and everything, but he will not be able to be there on game day. Is that really a punishment? Well, I mean, you're still with your team. You're still running the show. I mean, if you really wanted to hurt them, wouldn't you completely name an interim coach and not allow him even in the practice facility? I, I think the Big Ten's walking a fine line here because... They might counter sue. Yeah, Michigan's threatening legal issues or legal action, which they still might get. They are, they said they're filing an injunction. Uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal for him not to be there, particularly next week, because they play Maryland next week. But you do get – I mean, and, and with all due respect to James Franklin, he's not a great in-game manager. So I don't even know if it's going to be that big of a deal tomorrow. But I do think him not being on the sidelines in three weeks when they play the Buckeyes, it is going to be a big deal. Even though he's going to be there with the game prep and all that, if he's not there running things and, you know, they, there was times in their out-of-conference, even though they went undefeated and even though they ended up winning by large margins, there were times that they struggled. And they struggled against teams that aren't very good. You know, they struggled against Bowling Green, you know, uh, and they struggled a little bit against East Carolina without Harbaugh on the sidelines. So against Ohio State, I think that could be a much bigger deal. So what's your prediction? I think, it, well, first of all, it depends on if they can get the injunction or not. Because if they get the injunction and he's on the sidelines, then I think the Wolverines win, honestly, no doubt. If he's not there, I still think the Wolverines win, but I think – it's 55-45 at that point versus, let's say, 70-30 now. Okay, if so he's there. Who, who's, where's the pressure more settled on right now? Is it on the Wolverines and Jim Harbaugh, or don't you think it would be more on uh, James Franklin and Drew Aller having to prove themselves? Yeah, they looked great last week, but the two weeks prior to that, and they really <clears throat> did not play well against Ohio State. Franklin still hasn't had that signature Big Ten win. No, he hasn't, but I think the pressure's on Michigan because the media spotlight has been on them so much. Now they have questions around their program. I mean, this is the second time Harbaugh's been suspended in the same year, you know, and they have the quote-unquote Heisman frontrunner, depending on who you're looking at. You're looking at people saying that they're the odds-on favorite to win the national championship, and, you know, that's, that's a lot riding on them right now so I think more pressures on them because I think because Franklin already lost to Ohio State if they lose another one to Michigan I think everybody's just gonna be like ah, oh well that's a typical James Franklin year they're gonna finish you know two losses and then go you know finish 10 and 2 in the regular season and go win their bowl game and finish 11 and 2 and they'll still be the third best team in the Big Ten East 
and uh, that you know that's it. I don't. Wow. I don't know. At some point, the Michigan or the Penn State fans are going to want more, but I don't know if they're going to be able to expect more. That'll be interesting to see what happens at noon tomorrow on the Fox Big Noon Kickoff. All right, let's shift gears back to our game here. As both teams are on the field, they're getting ready to kick things off to start the game. Senior High won the coin toss, and they elected to defer to the second half. So, Craig, this is a big possession upcoming for the Tigers. You're down 27-10 to 10 at the half, 27 unanswered points. You have to stop the bleeding, and you have to stop it now. Absolutely. You cannot let that last play where you stopped the play, but a great athletic play by Watson was able to burn you. You can't let that bleed over mm -hmm. and affect your, your possession. You're, you're not just your offensive, but your defensive possessions, your first two defensive possessions here in the second half. You've got to get some momentum back, you know, hopefully with halftime and the adjustments and the, the, the rallying of the troops by Coach Bradley, you've stopped the bleeding. And like I said, if you can get some blocking, you showed you can move the ball, let's get out there, hat on a hat, and let's move the ball and get some points. Austin Hernandez will kick off as he will kick to the Tigers. And back deep is Jonathan O'Brien and Nate Dismuke. As we get ready to start this third quarter, thanks for joining us, Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. GoTigers.com, second half underway. Tigers get trying to get their rally cap here as the kickoff is bobbled, picked up by Jayontae. Jay has the football, 10-yard line. He's up to the 20, checks out towards the far side of the field, and he will return it just past the 20, Craig, around the 22-yard line, first and 10 for Duke Reese in the offense. Yeah, that's a great recovery by Jayante because he bobbled that uh, kickoff. And when he did that, my heart leapt into my throat, but he was able to gather it back in and get out past the 20-yard line, setting up the offense at the 22, I believe. So now it's now it's go time if you're the Tigers. You, you, the offensive line, who was so great last week, they need to step up. First and 10 from the 22 is where they're officially spotted. Duke Grease out of the shotgun. Tank Petty's the back on his left hip. Two receivers on the near side, one on the far. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Petty. Petty, running room. Outside. Tries to turn the corner in a shoestring tackle by the Irish. Just shy of the 30-yard line. And, Craig, I'll tell you what, if 11 doesn't get to the outside edge there to cover the shoestring tackle, that's a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. And that offensive line, at least on that play, uh, showed what they, what they were doing last week. They completely closed or blew up that side of the line of scrimmage and got a huge gain there by Tank. 27 unanswered points for the Irish. Tigers have the ball, trying to get back into this one. Here's the snap, second and short. Hands it off to Petty, and this time the Irish blow up the play, and he's going to be brought down back inside of the 30, so he's going backwards. About a loss of, let's see, what, two yards on the play. Desmond Flowers in there on the blitz, came flying in there. There was a, a, a crack there, and Petty was heading towards it, but Flowers slammed it shut was able to shut it up, and Petty lost the yardage, putting up a third and long for the Tigers. So here we go, first and 10, four, or I'm sorry, third and four for Duke. Duke wide open, man on the far sideline, 40, 50, into Irish territory, and he has the first down. And I'm trying to see, I think that is Tank Petty on yes. the screen there. So a nice job, Tank gets separation on the outside, wide open as the Irish do not cover the edge. Yeah, they uh, look like they just did it with a wheel route out there. 
Petty was able to just kind of leak out there. Everybody lost him in coverage. He was wide open. Nice pass by Duke and a big gain. Tigers set up in uh, Irish territory. 10.41 to play and counting, third quarter. Tigers down 17. They have the ball at midfield. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Petty. Petty trying to find something inside of the tackles. And the Irish are just blocking the holes immediately, Craig. No running room for the Tigers. Yeah, Ronald Collins, the senior, was able to shut that down. 285 is Mr. Collins at only 5'10", so that's a stocky dude there. Just that not, the offensive line not able to move him, and he was able to shed the block and swallow Petty up after a short game. So it's second and nine from the 46-yard line of the Irish. Tigers have the ball in enemy territory. Duke out of the gun, back on his right hip is Petty. Here's the snap, back to pass. Has time, throws incomplete. He tried to hit Petty with a slant in the middle of the field, overthrew his man incomplete. It's going to be third and nine. Yeah, he overthrew Petty there, and uh, he overthrew it high and to the outside, and not honestly not a well-advised pass because Petty had two guys on him. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, 27-10, the Irish lead over the Tigers. Here, early third quarter, 9.54 to play. Third and nine at the Irish 46-yard line. Tigers have it. Duke Reese, here's the snap. Back to pass. Under pressure, roll, run, rolls to the outside. Tosses it deep, and it is intercepted. Ill-advised throw, 25. And Singleton on the return, 30, 40, 50, into Tiger territory, down to about the 46-yard line. Duke Reese on the tackle, and that was one Craig Duke should have just thrown away. Absolutely, but there was a blitz coming. The uh, Irish basically brought the house on that, left man coverage outside. I mean, Duke had no time. He rolled out, and he probably, like you said, should have thrown it away or at least tucked it and tried to run, and instead he tried to throw against his body on the run. The ball was woefully short. He underthrew Lala Owens by about 10 yards, and the defender just sat there and played center field, caught it, huge return. Now the Tigers are on defense, and the ball's in their territory. So first and 10 at the Mansfield 47-yard line. Here's, this, here's the snap. Hands it off to Morgan. Morgan near side. Great blocking downfield, and he could score. He's going to get tripped up all the way inside of the five-yard line, down to about the three. Tyler Morgan, who got hurt in the first half, Comes back with a vengeance, Craig, and a huge run. Great blocking downfield. Yeah, that offensive line opened up a huge hole, and you had Sherrod Vaughn down there just completely taking the defender for a ride. And uh, Third, First and goal from the three is the call for the Irish. As they look back at the sideline, here is Collins out of the pistol. Morgan is still the back behind him. One receiver on the far. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Morgan. Morgan. Powers his way, tries to go to the goal line, but the Tigers stop him around the one. It'll bring up second and goal. Yeah, Morgan uh, got the handoff, tried to go up the middle. He was hit at the line of scrimmage, was able to power forward for about a yard or so, maybe two. We have a player for Toledo Central Catholic down now. So an injured Irishman, Mark Nave. 9.04 to play here in the third quarter. 27 to 10 is the Irish lead. They have the ball second and goal from the one-yard line. Well, Craig, unfortunately, that big run by Morgan, they, they punch it in here, 
Makes it 34 to 10. Well, the scoreboard says on the one, but you look where the yard marker is, and that's all the way out to the three or four. So I can't see because I got a glare on the glass here. So scoreboard's going to say second and goal. Collins out of the pistol. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Morgan. Morgan runs off the right tackle, does not get in. Down to about the one. Penalty marker flies at the end of the play. And it's going to be unsportsmanlike conduct on the Tigers. And that's unfortunate because Jaden Gross come flying in there and made a great play. Submarine Morgan kept him for a no gain or maybe even a loss. And then the Tigers make a make an unfortunate penalty. Awaiting the official call. So it is unsportsmanlike conduct on the Tigers. So half the distance to the goal. That moves it inside of the one. Third and goal is the call. So really, yeah, it doesn't move much. A couple of inches maybe. There, so. Yeah, there's a there's a discussion here on whether it should be third or second down. Yeah, the far the far chain gain has second. Now they change it to third. Third and goal from the one-yard line. Collins out of the pistol. Morgan is the back behind him. Two receivers on the far. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Morgan. Morgan runs to the goal line. Touchdown, Irish. 80, or 8.32 to play third quarter. Makes it 33-10. to 10. Toledo Central Catholic. Well, as I said earlier in the game, when you have an offensive line this huge and you have such a weight disparity, even if you play great defense, you're going to give up two to three yards every carry. It's almost inevitable. And when you got it down there at first, you know, inside the one-yard line, it was going to take a Herculean effort by this Tiger defense to keep them out, and they just couldn't do it. Hernandez with the kick. So it's up, Hernandez and it's good. kick is up, and it is good. 8.32 to play here. It's 34 to 10 is the Irish lead over the Tigers. Listen to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. All the time. We switch on the lights. We switch TV channels. Some of us switch partners while square dancing. Well, that's a stretch, but what's not a stretch is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, State Farm agent Gary Fagan here in Mansfield can switch you over so you can start saving today. Gary and his team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With State Farm agent Gary Fagan, it's easy to switch and save. Just give him a call. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is Jayante O'Brien, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Bishop Stadium off the Toledo Central Catholic touchdown. Morgan with a one-yard touchdown run, making it 34-10. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call. And at this point, Craig, Tigers had the opportunity to score. They had the ball midfield. They throw an interception, and Central Catholic makes them pay off the turnover. Yeah, that's a, that, as good as the first half started is about as bad as the second half started for the Tigers. You couldn't have scripted it any worse for them. <clears throat> at, at some point, you just you got to stop the bleeding. Hernandez kicks it off, rolls into the end zone for a touchback. First and 10 for the Tigers at their own 20. Down 24 points. And now at the, with the season on the line, Craig, this is the point where you are throwing the kitchen sink here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things that last week we were so impressed with was uh, 
you know, Duke Reese should have been 100% on his completions, you know, if it wasn't for a drop. But this week he's struggling a little bit, and a lot of that has to do with the pressure coming from up front from uh, mostly Cannings, quite honestly. But he's only 6 of 13 so far. And the one stat, uh, the other stat that uh, we keep talking about, that we've talked about time and again all year long, only 56 yards rushing for the Tigers. Wow. And 45 of that came on that Duke Reese run. Well, we talk about it all the time. Tigers have to hit that century mark to have a chance. First and 10 from the 20 yard line. Duke Reese out of the gun. Petty the back. Here's the snap. Hands it off. And hands it off. And he is going to run a decent run up to about the 23, three yards on first down. That time the Tigers held their own on the offensive line. Petty got a nice three yard run there. Try, trying to give the offense a little confidence here against this uh, Toledo Central Catholic defense, which is wreck some havoc, especially across the uh, line of scrimmage. Second and seven from the 23-yard line. Tigers have the football. They're down 24. Season on the line. Pistol set for Duke. Here's the snap. Back to pass. And looks over the middle, incomplete. And Duke just struggling throwing the football tonight. A wide-open Nate Dismuke. He had beaten his man, Craig, and just could not connect. Yeah, that's very that's that again was was another six points that uh, the Tigers left out there on the field because, as you said, he beat his man. The Irish were in man coverage across the board, no safeties deep at all. Dismuk beat his man. If that if uh, they're able to connect there, that's that's six points for the Tigers. Six to fourteen tonight for eighty-five yards and one interception is Duke Reese. Third and seven from the twenty-three yard line. Here's the snap from Duke Reese. He is back to pass. He's under pressure, running for his life. He might run it. No, he throws it the last second. Chucks it wide open to Dismuke, and he throws another interception. Number five, Marvin Greenlee comes underneath a wide open Nate Dismuke as it was underthrown Craig and makes him pay for it. Yeah, he sure did, but you know what? Uh, I, that was a great play by Greeley, man. He, he, he used his speed to, to make up some ground, and he just leapt up there and just caught the ball by his fingertips as he was diving backwards, caught it, was able to keep control as he hit the ground because he hit the ground hard because he was so high up in the air. Uh, unfortunately for the Tigers, that's a turnover. Sets up uh, the Fighting Irish first down uh, basically at midfield. Turnover ratio 3-1 to one tonight. And first and 10 hands it off to the running back, Broswell Broswell with about a three-yard gain up to the 45-yard line. Second and seven upcoming for the Irish offense. That's they gross in there. To pound the rock here. Yeah, I'm sure uh, at this point the Irish are pretty happy, just content just to pound that rock. Gross come flying in there and was able to stop him for a short gain, but as I said, if you're Toledo Central Catholic at this point, I'm not sure why you would even throw the ball. You know, you got such a big lead. Uh, and look at this line now. This yeah. line using their size and their advantage to be physical and win the trenches. Here's the snap. Hands it out to Broswell. Broswell turns the corner on the near side into Tiger territory. Across midfield down to the 49. He's going to be just short. No, they're going to give it to him. First and 10 at the 48-yard line of Mansfield Sr. for the Irish. First time I think I've seen the tight end tonight being used as a, as a lead blocker on a on a run play by the Irish, and if the Tigers didn't have enough beef to deal with up there, you got a 6'3", 205-pound tight end coming around on top of all the 300-pounders. 
I mean, right now, this is complete and total ground and pound by the Toledo Central Catholic Fighting Irish. So it is going to be first and 10 from the 48. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Broswell. Broswell looks right now left, and he is pushing the pile inside of the 45 down to about the 42-yard line. So about a six-yard gain, second and four. Yeah, uh, Broswell showed not only does he have some speed there, but he's got some power. He got hit, and he was able to drive forward for a couple more yards. Gives up a second and about five. Second and short five. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Marcron Broswell. Broswell moves inside of the 40, dives towards the 35. He has another Irish first down. And that line just parting of the Red Sea at this point, Craig, for the offensive line. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, it, it doesn't surprise me in a way, but I don't know what you do if you're the Tigers at this point because, like I said, you've got all these 300-pounders across the front. You've got 200-plus-pound uh, tight end swinging around blocking people. And the running back, who has just outstanding speed, he's also six foot two twenty. I mean, this is bully ball at its finest. First and ten from the thirty-five yard line of Mansfield. Here's the snap. Broswell gets the call again. And after that previous play, Broswell just crossed the century mark. Over a hundred yards rushing in this ball game. Total rushing, uh, two hundred thirteen yards on the ground for the Irish. It is thirty-four to ten. Toledo Central has the lead over Mansfield, with five minutes to play in the third quarter. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call. Yeah, I don't know which uh, T.Y. Tiger went for a ride there, but they were on Broswell's back, and they went for a good three yards at least. And the Tigers are just they are starting to wear down. Here's second down, and play action fake going deep far sideline into the end zone. Incomplete. It was broken up in a flag. I don't know about that, Craig. I thought it was well defended from our vantage point. I think that was John Taylor Bryant. Well... I guess we'll agree to disagree on that one. I'm not necessarily saying it was a penalty, but I don't. I could definitely see why the ref could have thrown that. It was kind of a 50-50 call. I will say this: Jonte O'Brien showed some incredible makeup speed because Watson did a did a juke move and uh, took off down the field and had him beat by a good five yards, and he was able to to eat up that distance and and, and catch up to him and. Uh, Knock the ball down. Pass interference call moves the ball down to the 15-yard line. So Central Catholic is in the red zone. So here's Braswell on the right hip of Collins. One receiver on each side. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Braswell. Checks to the outside. Turns the corner inside of the 10. Powering his way inside of the 5 all the way down to the 4. And a penalty marker flying as Jawing is going back and forth, and we have an injured Tiger on the far sideline limping off the field. Mm. I'm not necessarily sure who that penalty is on because that could be on either team. So the fallen Tiger on the far sideline, we can't see who that is. It's number 13, okay. uh, Deshaun Corbin. Deshaun Corbin, yep. And Toledo Central is pointing like it's on them. Yeah, they had, uh, you had, I couldn't see who it was, but you had two guys, uh, one guy trying to make the tackle and then one guy trying to make the block, and then after the penalty was over, they both stayed engaged, and then they both hit the ground, so it's going to be 
So it is on, on the Irish. Personal foul. So Jalen Watson will get the penalty. Unnecessary roughness. So that moves the ball, Craig. They'll move it back, what, just shy of the 20? No, 22-yard line. Yeah, that's a that's a, a big penalty. Now let's hope the Tigers can actually make the Irish pay for one of these penalties as that is penalty number nine for 83 yards for the Fighting Irish who are literally living up to their name tonight. Here we go, second and 16. Here's the snap, hands it off to Broswell. Broswell, no running room. Tigers blow that up defensively, and I believe it's Dalen McGinty on the stop. Sure was. He that was the perfect defensive call for that play. He come knifing in there on a blitz in the exact same place that the running play was called. He met the running back in the backfield, brought him down for a three-yard loss, and if you're the Tigers, you've got to take advantage of this. Your defense has to step up. You cannot allow them to get any uh, – you especially can't allow them to get a first down. But if you can stop them from getting any yards, you might be putting the Irish in an uncomfortable position because I'm not sure their kicker can make a field goal from here. Third and 19 for the Irish. Four minutes to play, third quarter. 34 to 10. And I think we have a delay of game on the Irish. And we, we sure do. do. So the Irish, that's the only negative tonight for them is they've had so many penalties. Yeah. You would never think that they're up 24 points with 10 penalties for 88 yards. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking at this, and uh, the Tigers themselves haven't done a bad job committing penalties if they, as they've got eight. So, you know, we're looking at 18 total penalties in this game. So, you know, if, if you wonder why we say it's getting chippy now, you know why. It's been a physical, hard-hitting game, and Coach Bradley said it was going to be heading into this one. That moves the ball back to the 29-yard line. It's third and a mile. The Tigers need to stop here, Craig. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, they can't. They definitely can't allow a first down here. But if you hold them to, to a short gain or no yards, then, then I, like I said, I think you're putting them in an uncomfortable position. Here's the snap. Collins back to pass under pressure. Running for oh his life. Gosh. He's going to run. Has room. 30. 25 to the 20, checks out towards the near side, spins inside of the 20-yard line to the 18, does not get the first down, but he got a lot of that penalty yardage back, and it's going to be fourth and about 12. These refs have been throwing these flags left and right all night long, and that's a penalty I can't believe they didn't call. The, the offensive line held somebody from the Tigers. I didn't catch the number, but the jersey almost went completely off the shoulder pads from the hold and that completely got missed by these refs. Under three minutes to play here, third quarter. Still 34-10, to 10, Central Catholic with the lead. Still brings up, a even with the long gain, it's still fourth and 12. You know, if you're the Tigers, you absolutely po positively, if they're going to go for it, they might try and kick it here. Timeout, Central Catholic, 2.46 to play, third quarter. We'll take a quick break. 34-10 to 10 is the lead for the Irish over the Tigers. You're listening to Tiger Football, GoTigers.com. BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. 
For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on vsbnradio.com. Go Tigers. Off the Central Catholic uh, timeout. Fourth and 12 from the 17-yard line is the call. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call this evening from Bishop Stadium here in Clyde, Ohio. Division three, region 10, semifinal. As it's fourth and 12, and they're lined up to go for it. The Irish have the football at the Mansfield 17-yard line. Collins out of the shotgun. Broswell on his right hip. Here's the snap, back to pass. And he has time, throws over the middle, wide open for a Irish touchdown. And that is Gerard Vaughn, touchdown, Central Catholic, 2.40 to play, third quarter. And now, Craig, the running clock comes into play. Yeah, you you had, uh, that's the exact same play they had in the first half that got called back on that blindside block. You had the running back leak out. You had the one receiver go deep, and Vaughn just kind of slowly worked his way across the middle. And then they, he just... He got lost in coverage, was wide open. Very talented football team on fourth and 12 to be able to convert that for a touchdown when you're pinned back at the 17. And the kick is up, and it is good. 2.24 to play in the third quarter. 41-10, to 10, the Irish lead over the Tigers. Listen to Tiger Football, GoTigers.com. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Off the touchdown reception, Marquand Vaughn makes it 41-10. Central Catholic over the T.Y. Tigers with 2.24 to play in the ballgame. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson off the timeout. And the Tigers will receive the kickoff by Hernandez. And at this point, <clears throat> well, we still have you listening this evening. Thank you for tuning in. We want to thank our sponsors real quick, BP Electric, for their support all season long. A great sponsor for us. Uh, State Farm, Gary Fagan, uh, Joshua Kennedy, Caldwell Banker. You have Firefighter Bingo, the Booster Club for their support as well. The Life Support Team, thank you so much for your support. This season for Tiger football, here's the kickoff. And Jonte will fumble it at the 10, picks it up, runs 15, brought down just across the 15 to the 17. First and 10, Mansell Senior upcoming. Yeah, if you're the Tigers right now, I think the what you need to do is you just need to focus on the basics and just try and string some plays together. I mean, you, you've had such a such a tough time here after jumping out to that big lead, that, that big lead so fast. But again... You know, obviously this is the, the talented team, the number one team in the state. But, you know, you, you just got to get, get some some momentum going here. You know, the number thing you got to do is look for number 54 and make sure he's blocked because he's been a terror all night for these guys. First and 10 from the 17. Here's the snap. Duke is going to do a screen to the outside. And Giante has it. Short gain. It almost takes out the ref for very short gain, if any, maybe even no gain. I think they'll give him a yard. 
up to the 18-yard line. Yeah, it's a one-yard reception for Amar Davis. They tried to swing it out and get it to him, get him in space, but the flow of the defense was out there, and he only had one blocker, so the defense outnumbered the offense, and uh, Davis honestly was lucky to get one yard. So they'll spot it at the 18, second and nine is the call. Duke Reese out of the shotgun, here's the snap, back to pass, throws far sideline, too much incomplete. It was a little too hard there, and Nate Dismute couldn't reel it in. Yeah, it was a, it was a little high and it was a little fast, um, but you know <laughs> this, uh, this uh, fighting Irish defense, they're still bringing all sorts of heat, and that's just the type of defense they are. I mean, they're just, they got that huge, strong defensive line, and they're just bringing pressure from every which way. 13 seconds remain in this third quarter. Real quick, final score, Garraway 42, Northmore 7, so the Golden Knights bow out of the tournament. And this will end the third quarter with the score, Toledo Central Catholic 41, Mansell Senior 10. You listen to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lala Owens, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Bishop Stadium. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. Start of the fourth quarter. It is 41-10, the Catholic lead over Mansfield Senior. And Craig, just hasn't been the night for the Tigers. A great start in the first quarter, 10-6 after one, but it was all downhill. 41 unanswered points. Yeah, that... Uh you know, if I had to point to a play, I would say that was that one fumble. Yes. Um, that really swung momentum. Jayante O'Brien, yep. And the fact that the, the Tigers have not been able to capitalize on all these uh, fighting Irish penalties. You know, it, it, you've got to, when you're playing a team like this, when they make mistakes, you have to make them pay. And uh, so far, the Tigers haven't done it yet. And, uh, you know, hey, let's face it, they're the number one team in the state for a reason. And uh, the Fighting Irish are showing why. And this has been a night where most of your local teams are getting knocked out of the tournaments as Shelby is down 50-7 to over Glenville in the fourth quarter. Start the fourth quarter, third and nine for Duke Reese. Empty backfield set. Here's the snap, back to pass under pressure. He's running for his life. He rolls to the outside, looks downfield, incomplete. Throws it into the sideline. Fourth and nine, upcoming. With the running clock in play. There's Michael Bestetta coming in on the blitz there that uh, forced Duke Reese to roll out. And great coverage downfield. He really didn't have anywhere to go. Duke was waiting and waiting and waiting, hoping somebody would come open, but had to throw it away. And unfortunately, the Tigers are forced to punt. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, thanks for tuning in to us tonight. Week 13. Regional semifinal. What a season for the Tigers. Nine wins in a row coming into tonight. Just hasn't been their night, though. Good football team with Catholic. Here's the punt from DeBolt. And it's a beauty. Going to miss watching this kid kick the football. So it's going to be returned by number four. That's Jacob Spears. Tries to turn the corner on the near sideline. He's going to be dropped by Mo Bradley and Guy Trader. 
So it's going to be first and 10 around the 30-yard line for Central Catholic with 10.42 to play in the ballgame. Other scores of interest in our area, courtesy of BP Electric scoreboard. Well, Shelby just scored as 50-14, to 14, the Tar Blooders over the Whippets. You have Danville 34-15 to 15 over Louisville. Perkins 38, West Holmes 21, that's in the fourth quarter. St. Paul trailing by 20 to the Dalton Bulldogs. And as I mentioned earlier, Garraway knocked out the Northmore Golden Knights 42-7 as a final. So... First and 10 from the 30-yard line. Here's the snap. We have a new quarterback. We'll get to that in just a second. Hands it off to the running back. No running room right to the 30-yard line. And the new quarterback is number 14, Isaiah Fox, who I presume will take over for Collins next year at the helm. He is a six-foot junior. Yeah, you would have to think so. Uh, you know, the... Because you know what, though, Craig? The Tigers have nothing to hang their heads over. I know everyone always says this, but seriously. Nine wins in a row, eight and two season, win the OCC outright first time in ten years. I mean, it, this has been a wonderful season. They destroyed Rocky River last week. I mean, you know, you run into a really good football team. It happens. So it's going to be second and one. Here's the snap. And hands it off to Davis, the running back. Gets a couple. Sets up third down. But going back to what I was saying, you know, when you play a team like this, defending state champs, team to pick pick to win it all, you know, it's it happens. It's part of the game. Yeah, well, you had to play a game like you played last week in order to have a chance against this team, and unfortunately the Tigers didn't. Um, you know. 41 to 10 is the Catholic lead with nine minutes to play in the ballgame, running clock in effect. So Isaiah Fox, the quarterback, out of the gun. Here's a snap. Back to pass. Under pressure on third down, running for his life. He's going to be sacked. The Tigers get a stop. And one more uh, stat to pad the year for the leading tackler in the OCC Player of the Year defensively, Mo Bradley the second. What a year he has had, Craig. Absolutely. And uh, to think he's, he, he'll be back next year. Yes, he's I mean, only you a look at, You look at the stats he threw up this year. I mean, you would think he's even going to be better next year because he's going to have Samir Phillips up front helping him, you know, lead the way. I Here, mean, here's this quick pun again. I don't, yeah. I don't understand this. This is kind of funny, but and you get a penalty because you their guys weren't set. So it's on Catholic. So what is that? That is penalty number eleven for them. For 93 uh, that's yards. the only negative about this football team is the penalties have been atrocious for them. But outside of that, I mean, they've been near perfect. Yeah. So we'll try it again with the punt for the Irish. And low snap. Tigers almost get the block. I don't know how he got that punt off, Craig. I don't either. And it gets a excuse me, gets the Irish roll inside of the 40, inside of the 35. Down to about the 31-yard line. And, wow, how in the world did he not block that? Yeah, I think Lala's looking at himself going, I didn't know I was made out of Swiss cheese. How do you, I mean, the ball <laughs> had to go right through him. Wow. Regardless, Senior High gets the ball back. And let's see uh, if the Tigers can uh, muster something here with the running clock. 7.42 to go in the game. 
So the Tigers in garbage time. And believe this will be the one of the final drives for Duke Reese in the illustrious quarterback career for the Tigers. The senior will graduate at the end of this year, so he'll line up out of the shotgun from the 31-yard line. Duke Reese with the back on his right hip. First and 10. Here's the snap. Duke hands it off to the back. And it's a short gain up to about the 27. Or I'm sorry, loss. Apologies. Zion Brown on the carry. Yeah, you had several uh, fighting Irish there just knifing through as they keep sending all sorts of pressure. Just knifing through this uh, offensive line for the Tigers. And uh, Zion Brown, as you said, two-yard loss on that. So it's a loss of two, second and 12. Pistol set for Duke Reese. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion. Zion, 30, room to run, 35. Tripped up just over the 35 around the 37-yard line. And Zion's get, got up a little gimpy as he's going to have to waddle off the waddle off the field here. And you hate to see him get hurt in his final game of his career. As he is a senior, we're going to lose Tank Petty and we're going to lose um, Zion Brown. You, you bring back Mo Bradley and Simon Phillips offensively, this is going to be a different team, though, next year, Craig. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you got, what, 17 seniors? Third and four. Here's the snap. Duke, play action fake, throws over the middle, incomplete. And it just has not been a night where Duke has been hitting his targets. No, it hasn't. It, it, when he's had time, I don't know if it's uh, the, the pressure has just uh, put a quick clock in his head, but he hasn't really been able to set his feet. Even when he's had time, he's just been a little jittery. So a lot of balls have sailed on him. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Duke, we're looking at 7-19 and 19 so far for the evening. Definitely not the way he wanted to, to end his football career here at the Mansfield Senior High. Fourth. It is going to be fourth and four from the 37-yard line. Quentin DeBolt. The play clock is a zero. And it's a delay a game on the Tigers. That is only their, I say only, their eighth penalty. Ninth. Ninth penalty, excuse me. Yeah. So For 52 yards. Yeah, we're looking at 20 penalties between the two teams. Mm. So DeBolt will try it again. And it's a fake. Tigers have it. Petty can't get the first down nowhere near it. 35-yard line. And I know the Tigers are trying to get a little trickery here, but you give the ball to Central Catholic at the 35-yard line off the failed fake punt. I think that was probably... I understand it, but I also think it was too little too late. Uh, as you said, you, you give the, the ball back to the Fighting Irish here, you know, at your 35, own 35-yard line. Uh, I understand they have their second <coughs> team in there, so they didn't show quite as much offense as the first team did. 
Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call. 4.20 to play and counting in the ballgame. Running clock is in effect. Central Catholic up 41-10. They have the football at the Mansfield 35-yard line. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Morris, the running back. And he's going to lose a couple yards on the play back to the 37-yard line. So second and 12 upcoming for the Irish. And it looks like the Irish Craig will advance to the Regional championship game next Friday night in a location to be determined where they will more than likely play Tiffin Columbian, who's up big in the fourth quarter. Yeah, uh, that should be a heck of a game. Uh, I believe the last thing I heard was 35 nothing Columbian. You know, at this point, though, from what we've seen tonight, I honestly can see this team heading to Canton at the end of the season. Oh, absolutely. He's playing for a state championship. Absolutely. They have that caliber. They have that look to them. I'll tell you what, Isaiah Fox is a big quarterback as he hands it off to Morris, tries to turn the corner on the near side, just nothing going. I didn't really look at uh, Isaiah Fox, but he's kind of a beast, Craig. I mean, you look at him, he's a six-footer. Only 200 pounds, but he just looks like he, he's He looks built. bigger than that. Yes. He looks bigger Stocky. than Stocky. Yeah. Yep. He has that look. He kind of has that Ryan Fitzpatrick look to him. Yeah, he definitely looks much bigger than what his uh, roster stats are saying. I'm not saying Roethlisberger, but I'll say Fitzpatrick. Third and 12, under three minutes to play in the ballgame. 41-10 is the Catholic lead over the Tigers. Third and 12. Here's the snap. Hands it off. Morris runs up the middle, and the Tigers stop him. And I I can't believe the official. What is going on? I why wouldn't why what? I don't understand why the official didn't call for forward progress sooner. You're, well, the other thing joking. I don't understand is they're going to flag Mo Bradley on the tackle for unnecessary roughness. But as he's making the tackle, because they won't call the blow the whistle dead, he trips and takes down the runner with him. He, he trips over his own guy, and they're calling that uh, unnecessary roughness. Well, if you had blown the play dead three seconds ago like it should have been, that penalty doesn't happen. Yeah, it's been a rough night for the Zebras on both sides. If you're just joining us and you're listening to the game and looking for my beautiful voice, I apologize. I've uh, been battling a little bit of a bug. I thought I was over it, but uh, screaming in the first half, Craig, uh, kind of uh, re-aggravated my scratchy throat, but we're going to get through this game with 138 to play in the ballgame. The penalty will move the ball down to the 22-yard line of Mansfield. Beautiful voice. <laughs> and what do we got here now? The official's going to stop the clock. Hey, I got a quick question for you, Nick. Why, and this is a serious question, why is it that a lot of these uh, Catholic schools are called the Irish, the Fighting Irish? Copying Notre Dame. I mean, I'm, I'm, completely, I'm gen completely genuine in that question. I don't know. Well, and that, that, that goes to start another argument, which I might upset some of our uh, Toledo friends around us, but my question is why don't they separate the divisions between public schools and private schools? That is another one. Is the Catholic's going to take a knee with under a minute to play here. So this will just about wrap things up as it is second down. Yeah. I've but that, that, that's the debate. Do you let... Catholic private schools continue to compete against public schools where they can recruit, they can have scholarships, they can have the opportunity. 
And, you know, I, I'm going to say it. I don't think it's fair. I really yeah, think I've, they I've, should separate. This is a debate I've been hearing all year long, uh, mostly on the channels up in Cleveland, because you got St. Ed's just completely dominating everybody up there. Um, but regardless, that was the, the kneel down was the last play of the game. And you have the uh, Fighting Irish celebrating as the uh, teams are meeting at midfield. Well, final score of tonight's game, Mansell Senior bows out of the tournament after a phenomenal season, winning the OCC Championship outright for the first time in 10 years. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll wrap things up on the post-game show brought to you by BP Electric. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. Welcome back to Bishop Stadium. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. You're listening to the BP Electric postgame show here on your radio home for Tiger Football all season long. GoTigers.com. Craig, this is a tough one tonight. 41 unanswered points for the Irish. Number one team in the state, defending state champs. They lived up to their hype tonight. Yeah, this, this game actually ends up reminding me a lot of the Maslin game. Yes. Because, you know, the Tigers got off to a quick start in that one, and then uh, Maslin just physically just began to wear the Tigers out and, and showed their dominance along the line of scrimmage. And that's pretty much exactly what we saw tonight. The only difference was uh, in the Maslin game, it was the QB run that was really hurting the Tigers. In this one, it was just, it was just every, every run was hurting the Tigers, even when uh, they were able to to clog things up or get pressure on passing plays. The athleticism of the quarterback and the skill position people, I mean, what they got here with the, the Toledo Central Catholic is probably what you would really draw up if you were drawing up a football team. You have a, a huge, physically strong offensive line, and they're just – Pushing and pushing and pushing, but you got these skill players who are just ridiculously fast. Mm -hmm. you, the, even the, even the, the running back, uh, Baslin, not only was he fast, but he showed so much power, and that just starts to wear. I mean, you look at the stats here. You know, I don't want to jump the gun here, but 223 yards, 223 yards rushing for Toledo Central Catholic, but – they did it on 50 carries, so they're only averaging four yards a carry. Yeah. But it's just that nonstop, that drip, 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 drip. Deak and dunk, yes. Yeah. Slow, methodical drives, yes. Yes, I you agree. Know, and it, it was uh, kind of like watching hamburger being made. It was just, you know, they put the defense through a meat grinder. And, uh, you know, they're the number one team in, in the state for a reason. Uh, I agree with you. I really do see them in Canton. I honestly see them lifting up the trophy at the end of the season. I'm going to put you on the spot. We've seen Maslin now. Now we've seen Toledo Central Catholic. Which team was more impressive to you? Central Toledo. Toledo you really Central think Ca so? Huh? Yes, I do. Uh, the reason being was um, there was the first game – 
ver that, that or not the first game, the, the game against Maslin, I felt, even though I didn't think that when it was all said and done that the Tigers had a chance to win that one, I felt that they left a lot on the field. Honestly, tonight, I think Toledo Central Catholic just flat out took it. You know what I'm saying? See, I kind of feel the opposite, uh, to, be, be, to be honest with you. I feel the opposite. I think that Giante O'Brien fumble was the game changer, and I don't, you know, I hate to call him out or anything because he, he was still phenomenal and made some great plays. But that fumble there changed the game. And I think that Mansfield well, was winning. They had the momentum. He scores if he doesn't fumble. It's 17-0. to So that's why I disagree with you. This good football team, great football team. But what I saw out of Maslin this year, their power, their style, their violence is scoring. I would love to see those two teams play, but well, unfortunately they're, they're, a div they're a division apart. I'll also say this. Collins is a much better quarterback than the Maslin quarterbacks. I would agree with that. I, I, agree I mean, you that. saw on that one play, like you called it, triple covered, mm -hmm. and he just put it right in there. I mean, you can't, you couldn't throw that ball any better if you were Tom Brady. That ball was agree. beautiful, and it was perfect. I would agree. So let's do the final stats, Craig, and let's get out of here and wrap this up. Uh, all right, so final stats, courtesy of Mr. John Davis. All season long, we want to thank John Davis, Craig. Yes. He has been our rock. He has been our the guy that we lean on to help us. Without him, we would be lost. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's, he's a master when it comes to these stats. Just don't tell him we said that. <laughs> 58 to 37 in plays. First downs, 18 to 7, Central Catholic. Rushing the football, we talked about it earlier. 18 to 68 for the Tigers on the ground. 49 to 20, 223 on the ground for the Irish. Throwing the football, 154 yards through the air for the Tigers. 392 for Collins in this Irish passing attack. Turnover ratio is big, 3 to 1 right there. Penalties, 10 to 10 for 67 for the Tigers. 11 for 93 for the Irish. And time of possession, 27 minutes for the Irish, 20 for the Tigers, the leading tackler for the Tigers. Guess who? Yes, you guessed it right, Maurice Bradley, the second. Quiet nine tackles for him tonight. He also had a sack as well. Excuse me, a tackle for loss. They did not give him the sack. Um, uh, Dejon Corbin had seven. And um, for rushing the football, the leading rusher was Duke Reese. He had six carries, 48 yards. Duke was 7-19, 86 yards, two interceptions. The leading receiver tonight was four catches for one yard was uh, Amar Davis. John O'Brien had one catch for 30 yards. Elias Owens had one catch for 30 yards as well and one catch for 25 yards for Tank Petty. Craig, why don't you uh, take us home by delivering the uh, scoring drives? Uh, yeah, you had Duke Reese uh, with that big 45-yard run uh, with nine, eight, or 8.53 left in the first quarter. Uh, that was that 45 yards is out of the total of 68 for the whole game. So the Tigers mustered 23 yards the entire rest of the game on the ground. Uh, you followed that up with a DeBolt field goal, which was his career long, and then the wheels kind of fell off. You had the uh, fumble by the Tigers, and Morgan ran it in for four yards. Then you had the lightning strike to Watson, who that's that play right there was clear why he's he's going to the Big Ten. I mean, he just had a sliver along the sideline there, was able to get through there and just outran everybody, which is saying something when you're talking about this Tiger defense. Then you had Braswell with a seven-yard run with 3.51 left in the second quarter. 
Then Watson with that five-yard scramble on the attempted throwback with no time left to go in the in the going into halftime. And then you had Morgan with a one-yard run with 8:52 to go or 8:32 to go in the third quarter. And then you finished the scoring with Vaughn, 17-yard pass from Collins, 2:24 left to go in the third quarter. We had the running clock at that point, and at that after that, uh, no scoring happened, and the Tigers end the season, unfortunately tonight here in Clyde. It, it's a tough way to go out and end your season, but like we said in the broadcast, Craig, what a year the Tigers had. You can't take away winning the OCC. No. Getting to the third round of the playoffs, that's an accomplishment in itself. Mm. I know Tiger fans are hurting and they don't want to hear that, but let's live and appreciate these seniors for the season that they had. They've battled so much adversity and they showed so much strength all season long. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it's a, it was a historic season for the, the Tigers, and that's something – I said it last week, everybody but there's only one team that's going to end the season happy as far as winning the last game, their last game. So, you know, chances are it's, you know, it, it's, a, it's a very rare thing to win that state championship. So the fact that they didn't win tonight cannot take away from this historic season. You had Amar Davis set all those records. You had Coach Bradley win his 100th game. You had them win the OCC title outright for the first time in 10 years. Folks, this was a phenomenal year. Do not let this game tonight taint what was a historic year for this team. And these <coughs> kids, these seniors, put together a hell of a run, and they ought to be congratulated. And I know we're losing a lot. I think I said 17 seniors. But you look at what we got coming back, and as somebody who's seen the eighth grade football team play for Mansfield, uh, you got some talent coming up. They're just going to reload. You know, you got Mo Bradley coming back. You got Phillips coming back. You got Dismute coming back. We got a lot of young, incredible athletes coming back, folks. And to, it's just time. We're just going to reload. I would agree, and now I'm talking to the seniors. Jermaine, Jameer, Zion, Jaden, Jayante, Amar, especially Amar, Duke Reese, Dre Matthews, CJ. You have Dalen McGinty. We said 17 of them. Elias Lala Owens, Fat Man Thomas. You had uh, J.D. Dotson, Quentin DeBolt. Love that kid. Carmelo Smith, great kid. Ahmad Tink Thomas, all 17 seniors. Christian Green as well. Thank you so much for everything you guys have uh, done. And, you know, it's, it's a shame that you guys have to bow out of the tournament now. But do not hang your heads at all. You guys had a fantastic career. Mm -hmm. And I got to get a special shout out. You should never pick favorites, but everyone knows when it comes to the Tigers, one of my all-time favorite Tigers will always be Amar Davis. So, Amar... Congratulations on a wonderful career. Shattered all the receiving records. Arguably one of the greatest Tigers to ever lace them up on the gridiron for the Tigers. I'm sure you would agree with that statement as well. Oh, absolutely. And what a career he's had and what a career for our 17 seniors. Thank you so much. We love you guys. Yes. And good luck uh, wherever you guys head on to the next level. Yes. For the guys coming back, let's get to work. Let's get to the weight room. You got that coming up. 
All right, speaking of coming up, I want to make an announcement <clears throat> for the fans listening. Don't uh, go anywhere uh, because in about two or three weeks, we're going to have Tiger basketball for you. I am back calling Tiger basketball this winter, and uh, we'll call about five Tiger girls games and 20 Tiger boys games. So stay tuned for GoTigers.com this winter. Coming up a little after Thanksgiving, so we'll take. I'll take about a three-week break. Enjoy it. And I'll be back to work calling hoops. And I might even get my uh, friend, Mr. Craig Jackson, to do a game or two. You never know. I could maybe twist your arm a little bit. Maybe. Uh, I, you know, we'll, 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 we will see what happens, but uh, basketball is not nearly my forte as much as this ne- football is. Never say never, but the no. best part of covering this, this team and this school is it's a family. Yes, and, and, and I don't know if you're getting ready to end it or not, so I'm going to jump the gun here. Go ahead. I just want to say that um, this was my first year doing this, and I want to send a thank you to John and Ben. I'm not going to send a thank you to you because I've known you forever. So, but <laughs> Don't forget Corey. Yeah. John, Ben, Corey, thank you for the opportunity. Kayla, his uh, wife, co-owner. Do you want to do it for me? <laughs> uh, you know, um, I want uh, Linda. I want to thank you. Uh, I want to thank Aiden for when he covered for you and you decided to go out and party instead of do your job. I want. <laughs> I just want to thank everybody from VSBN to the Tiger family. You all have opened, uh, welcomed me in with open arms. Uh, even though I am a Ram, uh, nobody has given me much garbage for that. Uh, you all said, welcome to the family. You've made me feel welcome. You've made me feel at home. And I can't thank you enough for uh, accepting me and uh, being so kind. And uh, thank you for the opportunity, everybody. This has been a fun, fun year. I can't believe it's been 13 weeks. It seems like it should be week one. Um, but, hey, uh, I was. Been, it's been a privilege to call these games this year with this team having a historic season. And, oh, I forgot Coach Bradley. Despite the first time that I ever met the man, the first thing I said to him is, you must be crazy setting up this schedule. That was literally the first thing I said to him. And uh, he's been nothing but kind. And, uh, you know, he, did, he didn't cold cock me like he probably should have. Uh, but he's been nothing but kind. He's, he's, I've learned so much about the man. Uh, he's, he's such a fantastic human being. Uh, Again, uh, I'm going on too long here, so I'm just going to cut it short. Just thank you to everybody. You've, you've welcomed me in with open arms, and it's, it's been awesome. Thank you so much. Craig, it's been a pleasure having you, and you really have made calling the games fun again. And I've known you about 15 years now, and it's really cool how we could reconnect because for a while there we weren't really as close as we had been, and this, I think, has brought us closer. Again. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely it has. And, it, uh, it's been an honor. Yeah, and I also want to thank the fans because yes. – uh, Sometimes I could say some pretty wacky and uh, stupid things. Uh, sometimes I can actually literally hear Nick's ro- eyes rolling in the back of his head as I say some of the things I had, and some of the things have been pretty dumb. But uh, I've had so much fun doing this. I hope you all have enjoyed me, and I hope you guys enjoy the team of Michaels and Jackson bringing you thrillers week after week. And uh, can't wait to do it next year. Yeah, I would love to have you back next year. And uh, you never know, maybe I'll uh, 
kidnap you for a basketball game. We'll see. But we'll thanks, see. Craig. Appreciate you. And now i got to do my little spiel now. You're going to make me look bad if I don't do it. <laughs> uh, thank you to the following people. Once again, Craig said most everyone's name. But thank you to John Davis and Ben May. Without them, it wouldn't be possible doing the broadcast, of course. Um, I also want to thank Coach Bradley and all his staff. I, I could name all of them off the top of my head, but there's just too many people that really show us love and support each each week. And uh, thank you to Miss Linda Golden. Yes. She has really been a huge supporter of us. Chris Ellswick as well on the board, the school board in general, Mr. Jefferson, everyone at uh, Mr. Kevin Porter, everyone at Mansfield Senior for having us and inviting us every year. It has been our honor to cover Tiger football for four years now, and we are excited to bring you Tiger basketball in a couple of weeks. I'll be back on the hardwood with Coach Sykes. I talked to Coach Sykes a couple weeks ago. He's excited to have me back, and uh, he said burn the purple is what he told me, and of course I will. I'm back to the orange and brown for the, the hoops edition. So uh, stay tuned for social media. We'll have our schedule for basketball and all of that information for you. Thank you to our sponsors once again, BP Electric. That's the big one. That's our presenting sponsor for all their love and support uh, over five years now. We're celebrating our fifth anniversary here at VSBN Radio. And they, everyone down there in Lexington, they do a wonderful job with their business, and they're huge supporters for us, so thank you so much. The Life Support Team, the, academic, or excuse me, the Athletic Boosters, Gary Fagan at State Farm, everyone at State Farm, a firefighter bingo, Bobby Shirk and all those guys. And then you also, uh, I, I want to thank my boss, Corey Durbin, for giving me the opportunity for calling these games. Uh, I was in a kind of rough spot in my life four years ago, and he gave me the opportunity to come back and do what I love, be back on the radio. And I appreciate it, and I never take it for granted. And I want to thank you, Tiger Nation, for listening, for your support and your love and support. I read all your comments. I try to keep up with all your messages, but we appreciate you. And uh, <clears throat> I look forward to talking with you guys and seeing you guys on Facebook here for basketball season coming up in a couple of weeks. So this is going to wrap things up on our season. Thanks again to our sponsors. Thanks to our listeners. Thanks, Craig. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, signing off for football for the final time this season uh, for Craig Jackson. I'm Nick Michaels. Good night from Bishop Stadium in Clyde, Ohio.